Hey, remember back when people were only pissed off about the finale of Game of Thrones? Those were good days. This week, we're not going to talk about it on Top 5 for Fighting. We're going to talk about it this week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years. Decades of years. Decades of years. That's... First of all, first of all... Give spoilers. Okay? We are are going to talk about spoilers That would have been a huge dick move. Get the Charmin. Greg's going to shit on something. (laughs) Tell you what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally. Anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got the Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just... You're like, why did I do this? Here we go. I, He's I got really, that look on his face. Really like he's getting ready to punch a this, baby. Yeah, this this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house, just <laughs> hauling nothing ass, but underwear, probably naked ass too. In his underwear, hauling ass. I'm gonna have me some fun. I'm gonna have me some fun. Welcome to what is fast becoming my favorite day of the week. <laughs> fast becoming? Yeah. Dude, it's been my f- favorite day of the week for what? 60 some weeks. <laughs> yeah, this will be this is Give actually, or take. This is episode 64. Nice job. 64. No, yeah. nice job to you, buddy. Hey. High, high fives. Hi. Yeah, there you go. Clinks. Oh, social distancing. Yep. Yeah. Uh oh, I got the. <laughs> oh, I have a great story for that. Oh, well, let's just break. Let's go right into it. So, in happy news, as you know, you were well aware, I finally got back to my happy place last night, which was yeah, Thursday so night. I heard that. That's Wednesday awesome. night. Got back on the ice playing hockey back at the arena. Um, it was awesome. It was did everything. I it's 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 the best place in the world for me. But anyway, if your team needs someone to come out and fall down a lot, I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> we um, so we get everyone checked in. We're on the the benches are basically this is the night. It's basically like a. I don't um, mean to cut you off, but I gotta go say ahead. it. Every time I think about me playing hockey, all I can think of is a line from Happy Gilmore: "Is that goal regulation size or why?" No, sh- that's that's so funny. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I'm I'm gonna yell that in my first game. I promise you. That's good. I'm going to use that. Um, so basically, it's the first night before the league starts. Okay. So basically, everybody goes out. Um, like myself, I'm not currently, you know, I didn't have a team. Like, I just wanted to get back to playing. So they, they bring everybody that wants to play, divvy up teams. Um, we play a scrimmage. And then basically from there, the guys that have already have established teams. I know it's a long-winded story, but I'll, I'll get to the joke in a minute. So everyone separates. They put everyone on the benches, and then they're going to judge talent, you know, so the teams are balanced, so, it, so it's fun. Kind of a tryout. You're going to have, yeah, tryout, but... For lack of a better word, everyone it's, gets it's, just, it's just a rec league. ...placed by ability on, on a couple nights. But anyway, the reason I say that is because there's so many people on a bench. It, it, like, there's the overloaded bench. And, of course, we all know what a hockey bench looks like. You're shoulder to shoulder. You're in close. You're uptight, close and personal. And a lot of... I've never heard more movie quotes in one setting than I did on a bench last night. It was so good. Um, Billy Madison, there was a guy standing behind me, and he was, don't tell me my business, devil woman. <laughs> it's just like, it was just, it, Greg, it's my people. That's it, all it is. That's awesome. So we're on the bench. It's crammed. Like, we're packing their like sardines, and someone yells out, is this social distancing? <laughs> and the guy next to me goes, Go fucking play baseball if you're worried about that. <laughs> and we just, like, there was four or five of us. We just started clapping. I mean, that's it, it's all you could do. But it just, it felt great. Like, back on the ice, teams, guys playing hockey again. It's, everything was just right. Yeah. It was great. Well, you got two bits of good news uh, this week then. 
Because uh, you know what's happening on Friday, right? What's this Friday? Well, actually, it's tomorrow. At this point, Florida's going to stage two of the Oh, reopening. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I was getting to that, too. I have some of that okay. mar- marked down for the mashup. I'll, but yeah. I'll just be quiet. No, no. We can actually talk because it's more than just movie theaters. It's, uh, it's a lot of stuff. It's bowling alleys. Bars are now can go to fifty percent inside. Yeah, full full capacity on the outside. If you have outdoor seating yep. tables or whatever, which yep. groups you know, of fifty are allowed now, it, oh so God. they can so the Rays can play. Don't even get me started in this groups of fifty. <laughs> so, like a lot of people, Amy's been working at home since this all started, mm-hmm. and they said that we can't bring you back. Like there's her and there's a couple other girls that they're you know forced to work at home. They're making it. They're doing whatever. They're still working great. Not complaining about that. So now the groups of 10 gets upgraded to, gr- to groups of 50. So I'm like, okay, good. Now she can go back to work, you know, go back to normalcy and all that shit. So I said, hey, groups, of, it just went up to groups of 50, so you should be able to go back to work. And then she says, nope, not until they get plexiglass installed. I'm like, so what are you playing in a fucking hockey rink now? That's the biggest issue with offices opening Jesus back up. Is you have Christ. you have some people that want masks, some people that people that don't want masks. Plus, you have to be aware that there are some people that work in an office setting that might have issues that are that hinder their ability to fight the corona. So yeah, it's I, it's I get whatever I get, I get it. It's it's just enough. Well, Susan had that problem because they said that everybody that has an office can go ahead and come back. Right, and they were like, okay, that's great. What happens when we walk through the common areas? Do we have to wear a mask in the break room? If we're walking by the cubicles, do we have to have a mask on? And nobody knows what to say or do. So, mm-hmm. I mean, look, the good news is that she's still getting her paycheck. Yeah, you know? and so, again, like I said, you know, not complaining it, it, about it, that. It could be a lot worse. But she but wants to go back to work. I understood. You know, and it's the same thing. It's, well, I mean, she, there's a lot of people that want to do a lot of things. I mean, and I'm not saying that to be mean to Amy. It's just that there's a this is... It's just something that we've never had to deal with before. It's going to take people a little while to figure it out. Yeah, it's. I mean, just stop changing the fucking rules. What I'm surprised is that if they're if they're that concerned about having her come back, how come they don't already have the plexiglass up? Uh, Greg, it's a dealership. Who knows? Because it's that there's a reason that the people that run in the dealerships aren't running the country. <laughs> yeah, and does the plexiglass really matter? It. I mean, the plexiglass is getting smaller and smaller at the gas stations. Yeah, um, I, I honestly, I did, I just don't know what to think. I, we actually went and saw my in-laws because they've kind of basically quarantined themselves because they're in their mid to late seventies. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't, they, they're, they're just not taking any chances. They are of the mind right now that you know that they would, they don't want to be silly about it, but they also don't want to have to live like this anymore, which is understandable. Nobody wants to because they can't see their friends and and stuff like that, and that's understandable. But also on the other hand, uh, what, what, you know, what is this? What preventions are working? What aren't? We don't have we don't have any Nobody idea. Nobody knows. Nobody knows because they haven't it's been two paid, months. They haven't paid attention to it. Well, they've been worried about other things like you know other stuff. Yeah. So other things. You know, I, I yeah. It's one well, not even what's gone on in the last week. Just other the other things that you're like, what are you guys doing? I, you know, they don't you don't know what they're doing with the unemployment. Um, we got five guys that are on unemployment right now. We're all getting paid on different days, and mounts are changing, and we don't know why. And there's not a single email. And I get, I get that there's a lot of stuff going on there, but mm-hmm. you can at least talk to us about that stuff. Right? They, if, I feel like it's just like, well, if we just turn our head this way, in three months, everybody will just go back because they want to see Mulan. I, you know, who knows? Well, I mean, that's. I mean, we went out. Uh, God, what was it? Not last weekend. I think it was last weekend. Yeah, it was. I saw when. Uh, yeah. 
shut up. <laughs> it's um, our favorite place up in Newport Ritchie called Pete's Pete's Grand, and it's you know we like let's go out. It's open. Let's go. So we went, and there's. I've heard a, it's a pretty cool place. There was a lot of people there. I mean, it, it's people were people, out. People and, are ready to go. And just don't care anymore. People were shaking hands. You know, people saying hi. It's like, I'm not... Now, granted, I'm not in the high-risk category, so I'm not going to sit home and live in fear over this thing until we get a definitive... That I'm, I'm just... I'm not doing... It's not me. It's not my... I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not doing anything. I'm being smart about it, obviously, but... I'm going out. I'm I'm not gonna not live my life because of a bunch of unknowns. Show me that some definitives, and sure, then I'm sure we'll all be a little more open to making permanent changes. But nobody know, like you said, nobody knows a damn thing yet. Other than well, they've even they've even changed about how long it lives on the surface. Yeah, well, like so th- that's gotten shorter. And then the CDC and the 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 who, not the group, the group, the um, company, whatever the. Foundation, the organization. the organization. That's what I was looking for. It's only in the three letters, right? They can't agree on masks or not. One says, "If you're healthy, you shouldn't be wearing a mask." Okay, so I'm right. And the other one's saying, "No, you should wear a mask." So, but so you're wrong. But nobody knows, right? So guess what? I'm not changing. Right. No answers. So it's okay. Yeah, it's. But it's. It was nice to get back out and feel like a normal person again. It was great to put my skates on and go out and play a sport. Um, it's going to be really great as soon as the NHL figures out when they're going to start their stuff. The NBA, I actually have this on the list, is starting their stuff. They've got dates. They've got hard dates. The NBA playoff is going to happen in... Um, no, I have not seen anything about this. So July 31st. It j- just came out today. Uh, okay. July 31st, the NBA playoffs will take place. Okay. The end of this month? No. Um, yeah, the end of this month or something, players are going to start making their way to Orlando at Disney, the world, uh, Wide World of Sports. Okay. It's going to take place there. You will have an NBA Finals in – I want to. I, I don't want to screw this up, but I think the NBA Finals will take place in – shit, August. So Some part of that. Um, if well, they yeah. Start, be, be, if they start July 31st, they won't have playoffs until September. They have um, – uh, more de- I was literally reading about this okay. before I came over here, but there are dates in place that the NBA is going to start. Now, the only part I don't know for sure is if they said they were going to complete the end of the regular season and then jump into the playoffs, or... If they're bringing everybody to Orlando, probably Basically, not. no, I, I don't even think they're doing that, because it says NBA approves 22-team tournament and restart by the Board of Governors. So, so basically, they all got together and they voted it, they approved it, um, so they're doing the same thing hockey's doing. It, it's it's going to be a tournament, basically. Same same thing. Hockey uh, NHL is doing twenty two teams. So the NBA is going to do twenty two. Difference teams. is the teams at the date that the league was shut down. The teams that were eligible for the playoffs are in. Then there are six teams that were on the outside look. Or no, there was teams uh, within six games of the playoffs. They will also be in. Right, and there's more from one conference than the other. Yeah, so they're they're actually having a playoff a play in series, I guess, or something like that. But right. but anyway, there's six teams that qualified through that little extension, and that's Washington, Portland, 
uh, New Orleans, Phoenix, Sacramento, and San Antonio. Well, you knew they had to get New Orleans, New Orleans in there. They had to get um, Zion to be a part of this. So here we go. Okay. Here's here's the detail I, that I was missing out. Okay. Teams will play eight regular season games apiece before a possible play in tournament for the eighth seed in the, each conference. So basically, they're going to have a mini season for those outside teams to work their way in. So it's so kind of neat. So only the teams that don't qualify for the playoffs right now will play each other, and then that will be the last seeds. It. It sounds like it. Okay. So, so, the, and then the league will hold a typical four-round playoff consisting of best of seven series. So, which means that if they start July thirty-first and they do eight games, you're looking at two weeks into August, roughly. Yeah. You will probably not have an NBA final until October. Yeah. So, so that, that so I was right. I just remember the October being into that equation somewhere, but I was cramming Damn, for I it so much. I thought that's when the NBA season started. Was October? Uh, latest possible date for the NBA season conclusion will be Monday, October twelfth, which is a hypothetical game seven of the NBA. Finals, so there you go. It'll finish early October if necessary. The you know playoff series could go shorter, so they'll basically go from the NBA championship right into uh, right into training camp, right into regular season because they kick off. Is, I, I want to say October. It might I, be November. No, it's because they start hand in hand with hockey, yeah. and it's generally it's really October. Close. But I gotta believe that with what the NHL is doing, what the NBA is doing, their seasons will get pushed back till say December. The, the they have to have they shouldn't have to have that much time to regroup, but I'm, I'm guessing a month in between the end of playoffs and a regular season. That makes sense. So because you don't really need training camps at that point, except that you've got we haven't even had the NHL draft yet. No, the, they're still figuring out that shit show as well. Yeah, see, the NBA draft has already happened. I think right. The lo- no 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 the the lottery for the NHL and all that stuff they're figuring That's out. That's right. It they haven't should they be haven't late. Done- it should be late this month. I they think haven't the, done the lottery either for the NBA. That's right. For some reason, the date that stands out, I think, is June 26th. That is what they were working towards. But we're talking pro sports, and it feels good. Yeah. It's, I know the NFL is opening up all their uh, facilities yep. June 1st. Was it June 1st? Coaches are going to be able to come back. Coaches um, and 75 employees. It's it's starting. And then it's, the players the players can come. Now, the, the NFL did say that no teams can do training camp except at their facilities. So you can't go to like uh, the Dallas Cowboys always go to the different one and the, what is it the Packers go to Arizona or something. Yeah, but how's that going to work on the state level? Because if you have certain states that are saying you can't do or organize like this, then, then be, because he, here's what was being talked about last week, um, the Lions because the governor of Michigan just seems like she doesn't want the state to ever open up. Um, West some facility in West Virginia invited the Lions to hold their training camp there for the first time. We'll see. Because yeah, it, I'm sure that I'm, I'm sure that the NFL is banking on the fact that those facilities in the States will be open by then. Right. But the article I read said that they have to, because that's the only places that the NFL can monitor and, and shenanigans lock, lock down for lack yeah. of a better word to make sure that they have the equipment and all that stuff yeah. there for the testing, which it doesn't hurt some teams like Tampa, the bucks, they, they practice it, you know, yeah. at their stadium. Now, the Patriots don't, uh, the Lions don't, the Cowboys don't. I don't think the Dolphins do. I think there's a lot of teams that go out of town. Right. Or to a college because of dorms and shit like yeah. that. So, so you know, I, who knows? All I know, it's like we're talking pro sports. I mean, stuff's going to happen. It's, you know, there was a time not long ago that we were doubting if any sports were going to happen this year. And now it looks like we're going to have all three of the big sports back, which is great. So, there's that. Uh, yeah, baseball, I guess they came to some agreement the other day, and I was so interested in it that I didn't even write it, read it. I forgot about baseball. Players, the players didn't, I don't know, they, 
I guess there's some beef between the owners and the players about prorating salaries and stuff like that. Yeah, because you just... know what it is? The players don't want to take a pay cut. Aww. You know, the, there's a player for the Rays, one of the pitchers, I and I was just at a local radio He's show a, in the afternoon. Tyler... Um, Glass now? No, Tyler. Some, yeah. So, yeah. He's, he's their like, he's their ace. Yeah. Yeah. Pitcher. Yeah, yep. Yeah. He he was on uh, saying I'm not taking a pay cut. I got to get mine. I got to get mine. I'm 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 not playing for any reduced amount of money. I'm like, <laughs> way to endear yourself to the fans there, buddy. Yeah. And that's another reason that not to watch baseball. Not yeah. that, not that you need many. And they and they say that they especially they, here in Tampa. That's what I said. Gatherings of fifty, the Rays can play now. Yeah, they're safe. Yeah. They're open. That counts the team that counts the two teams. <laughs> the whole season yeah. is safe. Um well, you know, in baseball their contracts are fully guaranteed. So that's their that's what they're saying. Well, you right. know, we're guaranteed to make this. Well Yeah. Have a fucking heart here, you dipshits. Well, I mean you could, it's also guaranteed you can get cut. So I mean yeah, but in baseball, if you get cut, you still get your money. Yeah, that's insane. It's weird. I don't, and 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 that's what the football players are like. Well, we should get baseball contracts, dude. Are you serious? Really? Right. Okay, that's fine. It's got to be less money because yeah. baseball's going broke. But yep, that's, that's a fine. story for another day. Who that's cares? fine. It, it's baseball, so who cares? I do. I like um, baseball. I just fuck baseball. I, I like baseball in April and May, and uh, you know, like, like like August, September, and October. I'm just a bitter Tigers fan, so I hate gets, baseball. It just gets so. I, I get why people love it and watch it a lot, but to me, it's just like it's it's every day. Yeah, it's every day. You mean really? You what? You can watch your baseball team play every day. Hockey takes span over that amount of time, but you don't watch your team play every day. No, if on the high side, it's three times a week. Yeah, on the high side, right. uh, it's averages that, about three games a week. I know that hockey is a little more physically demanding than baseball, just a tad. But it's also, I mean, you know. I mean, it's a sport. You got to be in some sort of shape, unless you're a first baseman. But right. it just it just gets to the point where you're like, well, especially since baseball, if you start out in April and you you're crap, yeah, you're pretty much done for the season because it's sure. so hard to recover. So yeah, yep. Very rarely. Um, let's see what else. Oh, you know what didn't happen this week? What's that? This was a tough one. They were supposed to have the big launch of the season four of Call of Duty. And, and they pushed it back. We didn't get it. No new maps, no new guns, no nothing. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you are you sad? Me Does it the, make you feel bad? Me you and the boys to play were, the old maps. <laughs> me and the boys were not happy. We were all excited. The nuke was supposed to go off. We were supposed to get a brand new map for Warzone. All the, you know, a lot of big stuff was supposed to happen. Womp, womp. Well, you know what it means if we'd have gotten a new map, right? That had just been a different place for me to die. Yeah, but dude, who doesn't love to go die in new glorious places? Ugh. I'll find a good spot. Oh, I'm so bad at that game. Don't be surprised, man. I'm so bad. I've gotten a bit better just by playing it on on a regular basis with these kids, and it's it's so much. Yeah, fun. Yeah, but I don't have four hours a day to play. What you, dude, you got to make time. <laughs> four hours. I four hours would be nice. <laughs> on average, when I get a chance to sit down and play, it's probably two three hours at the most on a not busy night. So yeah, it, but it's a fun game, and it's. It is fun. Part I of me was it. like, I haven't played. I haven't played the arena yet. I'm still playing the the mission, trying to get good, oh, like, like competitive. Campaign but. is top notch too. Um, I it look. I I get. There's a lot of shit going on right now. I I totally get it. But to delay a a video game, I mean, all it is is you're flicking a button. I mean, it, what about all the good kids that are sitting home and. Not tearing up businesses and, and acting like a complete jackass. Uh, it's just about them wanting to show 
that they understand that things are going on and that things aren't the way they're supposed to be. And so released recently released a statement. Hey, we're with you. They did. Uh, yeah, but don't just, just about everybody did. Don't delay the game. Oh well, uh, give us our shit. EA did it this week. They didn't. Uh, I, I, they didn't preview Madden I, and uh, I know the everybody did. Everyone shut did everything it. down in, yeah. in support. Hey, look, you know what? It it's not a bad thing, but it's just it's selfish. Just give me my game. There's the word right there. I'm not going out and do anything bad. It's selfish. If I'm going to stay home and be good, give me something to stay home and be good with. Just just dominate on your current map. Yeah, dude, we don't have a fucking choice. <laughs> I'll hey, just, I'll just get on there, get behind Dylan, and we'll win. There you go. That's all there is to it. <laughs> Kid's a straight murderer on that game. It's ridiculous. I'm a straight murdered. It's oh, I'm sorry. Two, two different dude, things. It's yeah, it's ridiculous how good he is at this freaking game. Um, well, that's what all the training was about. It's, you know, you laugh, <laughs> but it's like, at what point does this court like? Does this have any like like you talked like we talked about last week? Drone pilots in the military, they're recruiting gamers for God's sakes. Because mm-hmm. what are they using? They're using and Xbox, Xbox controllers. controllers. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Just happens to be a multi-million dollar piece of equipment on the other end. But hey, if it gets the job done. Good enough. Oh, yeah. How long How long until we have robots that our soldiers sit and control an Xbox controller that does what you see on Call of Duty? 10 years. 20 years. Ooh. Maybe. Ooh. Who's to say we don't already, Greg? Who's to say they're not at Area 51? I don't know hey, what you're talking about. Wouldn't this be a good time to go to Area 51? Absolutely it would. I mean, d- attention is diverted elsewhere. Right? Maybe the birds are somewhere else. <laughs> or like, did we talk about this last week? About how basically the government said, yeah, there's UFOs and like nobody cares? We mentioned it with Richard. Yeah. We, we did. Okay. That still blows my mind. Which I went to say, meant to say, uh, Richard was on us with two shows in a row, which is a record. Mm-hmm. Thank God he's not here today. I'm just tired of his ass. <laughs> Where's me out with all of his knowledge and bullshit? <laughs> I like feeling semi-intelligent when I'm in a room. For Christ's sake, thanks a lot, Richard. No, I, I, I know we joke, but I, I love having Richard around because he makes me us too. smarter. And I really wish he was sitting here today because of the current situation. With I just would love some legal insight on how this could go. Um, I mean, obviously, everyone knows what we're talking about. It's Here's my question. The three cop we know the one cop's going to prison, right? Yes. We can pretty much all agree. You can chalk it up. He's going to Pillow Bitingville. I, I would imagine that he's probably going to get convicted. Yeah, he's yeah. going to have a great time. Um, it's the other three that, like, what are the the probability that they're going to get a well, high sentence too? He, and the reason I here's the reason I say this. The let's just assume the you know the worst like. Something happens and they don't get it. Like, is it because they can say they were just following orders? No, because I don't know who's in the chain of command on, on, on that group of four what, dipshits. What but he did, what he did, what they have video of is not. That's not an approved method. No, no, but, no I'm just talking about the three. Right. Well, the th- the, th- but it's is not, this a few good men situation? We didn't act, but we should have. They, yeah, they should. We can all they, agree they should. They should have. have done something. He has current. He, they have currently changed what they're charging him with. They're not charging him with third degree anymore. They're charging him with second degree. Right. And they are being charged as conspirators. Okay. So a con- conspirator to a murder, whether it's a, a first degree or second degree, the only the only thing, and I don't. Nobody knows. Seems to know what happened in between the two videos. Right. I I I don't. That's was, where all my questions. He was lie. walking. And then he was on the ground, 
and I talked about this with Susan. I mean, it really doesn't matter what happened or what he did. Correct. At that point, once you have him on the ground and you're handcuffed and you're on your belly, you don't have a lot of leverage. See, it's, and this is ex- it's really hard for you to do anything. So to have your knee in his head like that for as long as he did, somebody on that police force, those four guys there should have said, "Hey, you, you, we've we've got him." They should have stepped in, pulled him off. Um, right. Grab the guy. Done. Done something to sit and watch is, it's it's really inexcusable. It, the, it really is. And 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 it doesn't matter who it is, or who's being held down. White black white white black black right. black white. At, at that point, you, your duty is as a police officer to serve and protect. He had been detained. He had been neutralized. I guess for lack of a better word, is, right. that, is that the proper word? Right. It, it, it's too far. Mm-hmm. Even 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 as soldiers, you have a protocol that you have to step through before, you know, even in Iraq, and this is silly, if you see a car driving at you and you think it's a bomb, you have to give them a warning shot. Mm-hmm. So if you don't, you've broken protocol. This guy knew at that point. Now, are they going to, they're going to, they're going to get convicted. What, yeah, what they get convicted of in their sentencing, who knows? That's my question. Um, because of the technically they didn't do anything and i i know i'm not excusing anything it's just a question of like man is it possible that these three have a chance to not get anything because of that and we all know chances are if that happens it may not end well not by any means am i saying it's going to be as bad as what it is now i'm just you know what i mean it's not even it's just a a curiosity that could that happen because of the fact that he was doing his quote unquote job poor terribly. Yeah. And they just didn't do anything because he outranked them or, or anything like that. It's, I just, it's just questions of that, that Richard could answer because that's in a, you know, one of, a realm that I'm not, that we're not familiar with. One of the biggest problems and issues that comes with something like this and people don't understand it. They were screaming the next day about why wasn't this guy arrested? Why wasn't this guy arrested? Well, we all know why he wasn't right. arrested. He, he well, was he wasn't arrested because let's describe it. Just like just like Richard said, when something like that goes down, it doesn't matter who you are. You're you have to put your case together properly before you charge someone. Right. If you charge him with the wrong thing, as in Zimmerman, when in the Trayvon Martin case, right, he basically got exonerated because they charged him with the wrong law. They charged him with the wrong crime. You know what I'm really excited about right now? What's that? Because the degree that I work so hard for that never gets used, yeah. I'm actually get to use some of it right now. Nice. <laughs> so so they have to they have to put they have to do their due diligence. They can't just say, Oh, you did it because you can screw up the case, you can he can walk on a technicality, all kind of all kind of crazy, mm-hmm. crazy stuff. Because for everyone that was crying that he wasn't getting first degree murder, they would have had to have proven that that guy got out of bed Intent on killing that guy that all day long. That particular guy in that method. Yes. That all day long. It, it's, and it's, it's, exactly. It, had they have charted in a stupid, dumb world that's upside down, if they would have tried to proceed with that, he walks. Oh, yeah. He doesn't, without get, a he doubt. doesn't get convicted of that he at all. He walks. So they had to, they had to get their shit together when they were going to go do this. So, so the fact that they took a couple days to arrest the guy upset a lot of people. Okay. I'm not. I, I won't comment on that. But the, we can agree guys, that I, I I understand why they're upset. I I understand why because they're upset they don't too. know the process. Uh, ex- uh, and that's yes, all it boils down exactly. to. Exactly. 
So the other three, they had to figure out how they could charge them. And I believe that that's why they raised the charge from third degree to second degree so that they could say you are now a conspirator. So those three guys, even if they say, well, he told us not to do it, that's not, you know, that, that doesn't matter. I, I think that they're going to they're gonna have to come up with something pretty good to get themselves out of it because they're all on the videos. They've got all, they, they oh, know yeah. exactly which four of them there. To me, I say that there's, there's a very small chance that they get off simply because of the fact that whenever something like this goes down, it's always about we've put that officer on probation. He's suspended while we investigate. Right. That didn't happen here. They were fired almost immediately. She, um, the, the main guy, the murderer, yeah. he was divorced. Uh, well, not divorced. Yeah. She left his ass. Immediately. And there's <laughs> some things that have come out that might make this even tougher for him to get off. Apparently that he and Floyd had worked together at the same nightclub for over a year. They knew each other. Did you know <sighs> that? I No. I heard something about a nightclub, but I've, like I said so before we started, I've we turned this off. Yeah, we don't know if there's beef there or not. So there's probably a lot of things that are going to come out on this. Right. I, I, I mean... If someone gets convicted, and, and them getting convicted, the three bystanders, right. will hinge on him getting convicted. Because if he's not convicted of second-degree murder, they can't be convicted of conspiracy because... They didn't do anything. Technically, no, no, he wasn't. Right. Right? You know what I mean? So it's, And it's, I don't say they didn't do anything, and I don't mean right. that they are innocent by any means of this. I'm just physically and literally that they weren't part of Correct. the actual act that killed the guy. But but you know what I mean. But they could have stopped it. I have to clarify. You know, if they had done anything at that point, and and they were worried about getting in trouble, they could have invoked the Good Samaritan Act. This is where um, you go into how much of a movie dork I am because mm-hmm. we're taught. Amy and I had the same discussion last night because she was asking about the knee to the back, and then she goes, "Are you? Are they taught that?" I'm like, "Yeah, they're, it's you know you're you're keeping someone down." For a good, I said, you know, just like we just said, but at that point, he's already handcuffed. He can't, and like you said, it. No matter how, no matter what size you are, lay on your stomach, put your hands behind your back, cl- clasp your fingers if you can reach, and try to stand up. Just by yourself, all you got to do is put a little pressure in the middle of your back. If you're like, if I'm kneeling over that person, you're not going anywhere. And that's it doesn't matter. And that's the biggest problem. So, yeah. how I related that was, I said, remember in the end of A Few Good Men. How the, 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 and I hate using color, but in the movie, I can't remember his name, the, the white soldier that was kind of. One of them was Dawson. He wasn't dumb, but he was just a little, like, confused. He was a typical Marine. No, the, I'm kidding. <laughs> the, uh, I can't remember the character's name, but the bigger guy, the, like, the, the big strong guy. Yeah. The, the black guy. Yeah. It is what it is. Don't get mad at me. The younger, the smaller guy was confused why they were found guilty because they didn't do anything. And then the bigger guy said, that's what we're supposed we're to. Supposed to protect, and we like didn't. Yeah. We were supposed to. Pre- yeah, that's ex- almost exactly what he says. We were supposed to protect people like him. Yeah, and we didn't. And and it's the same type of thing. They should have prevented this from happening. They didn't. And I absolutely hope that they get, you know, convicted as well because they should have done something. The biggest thing that might come out of this is the fact that there is apparently a huge issue with the Minneapolis Minneapolis Police Department. As yeah. far as brutality and racism and doing things that they should do. So, I mean... I don't remember the exact number, but I believe the number was 17 complaints that were uninvestigated, untouched, and just let slide. Yeah. And that and and you know what? That's what we should be looking into. That's all over the country. where the problems need to be looked at. All over the country. Yeah. So, 
That's enough of that bullshit. Thanks for derailing us. Yeah, there you go. But I mean, it's uh, everyone says if you if you're not talking about it, you're not doing your part. So we just did our part. We're not bad people. Well, you aren't. Well, I mean, not right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that was uh, that was pretty much all I had to talk about this week. That's it. I mean, as far as just loosey goosey stuff to start the show. Right. So I mean, mentally, it's been a rough week. It, it it's I, I think it has, and I think I speak for everyone. It's been it, it's it's a tough week to get through. It really was. This is a big deal, and it's taken a lot out of a lot of people for different reasons. Yeah, I'm not saying right or wrong reasons. It's it's just this is a tough thing to have to go through. I mean, shit. Where's the murder hornets? Can we bring them back? I think we skipped them. I was excited for that, dude. Real world starship troopers. And then it was like, oh no, they're gone. I'm like what? That sounds like a cool thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just we, we we didn't get murder hornets. We didn't. We didn't. No. I don't know if I talked about it a couple weeks ago. Um, I watched the Unbreakable series. Did we talk about that? No. What Unbreakable series? The Un- Unbreakable and Split and Glass. Oh, the movies. Yeah. No, I have seen Unbreakable, but I have not seen either of the other two movies at all. What'd you think? Because I'm curious to see what you thought. Unbreakable was great. I liked Unbreakable. Loved it. Split, Absolutely loved it. Split was really good. Split I've heard was really good, but I've heard 50-50 at best on the last one. Okay, Glass is good, but it's not what you want. Okay, what is it? No, wait. Let me rephrase that. What did you want? Well, no, no. It's not. I think I I, I was okay with what happened. But I think the reason that it got the 50-50 was because it was not what people wanted, okay? Um, I don't want to ruin Split for you unless you already know what goes down. Uh, you're not going to spoil anything for me because the chances of me watching it are pretty pretty slim. It's basically, it, it's a comic, they're, they're a comic, it's a comic book movie. Yep. Um, and, and it's a world where there are superpowers. Uh, Clearly with, you basic, yeah. what's his nuts running around like yep. a wolf? yeah. Um, he's the they, he's the beast, right? That's who he is. Remember and that. Then, and then um, you want you want a superhero showdown, right? But you don't really get a superhero. They tease showdown. that in the trailer. You get it. You do. They, they fight. It looks it looked like it. Yeah, but it's not it's not Avengers style. It's what is it, well, <laughs> but there's no knockdown drag out forty five minute action scene at the end. This is a it's kind of like a it's it's a a thriller slash suspense slash okay. mystery. It's not a bad thing. Um, when when really the person that's sorry, you don't have to you don't you don't I, have to spoil it. I ju- I was just curious I, if you liked it. Or I'm, not. I, I you know what's funny is we actually did split on the podcast that I do with Susan. Honey, you should watch this. Okay. She, she picked that, and then we had a friend come in and talk about it. And I'm like, I can't watch Split if I haven't seen Unbreakable. True. Right. So and and the reason that I had never watched Unbreakable is because of Susan. And she didn't like it. And she didn't like it because there's some pretty dark sequences at the end of what he yeah. sees when he's brushing. And, and it, it, I can see how that would... Uh, so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch it. So when we watched it and we watched Split and I like Split and I'm like, you know what? I can't, I can't go two for three. I got, I got to watch the third one. So the mm-hmm. friend that watched it with us actually came back and we watched Glass the next night. Okay. And I, I was saying on the podcast that I'm, I'm never really a big fan of Shyamalan, right? He always kind of ruins stuff. But then when we started talking about it, I realized... I kind of like his movies more than I let myself. Mm-hmm. You know, The Village was good until the end, right? It was it was a really good movie until the end, and you're like, motherfucker. I was all in right? until I saw A Highway. 
right? And then you're like, okay. But even then, the story itself was good. It, you were just disappointed with the direction it went, right? right? Um, you know, Signs was great. I mean, I'm not going to hold oh, the last... Oh, God, I love I'm Signs. I'm not going to hold the last airbender against him because that's not a Shyamalan movie. Right. But these three were good. I've heard that Devil is good, the one where they're in the elevator. Yep. Um, so I had I had to kind of back off my statement about how he was... He's not... His movies aren't that good because he's kind of he's underrated. There's not a monster twist in these, but it's... it's you. I think it was really well done. It was just not what. After seeing Unbreakable and seeing Split, you're like, "Oh hell yeah, we're about go to, time." You know, it's 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 Tyson versus whoever, right? You know, and and it wasn't. It was it was different, but it was good. And all three of them really good. I'm gonna tell you what James McAvoy in Split and what he does. Holy balls! This guy he's incredibly underrated. Got some super talented. I mean, mm-hmm. have you ever seen the skit on? Um, Saturday Night Live where Seth MacFarlane hosted and he did where he talked uh, from Peter to Brian to Stewie back and forth without he he just went through all three of their voices and he just sat there and was doing some skill McAvoy does this but he does it like it's not just voices I mean it's facial expressions and I mean just from one rolls right into the other they're they're a good watch Split is a is a suspense Split is a borderline horror movie right but it's, it's yeah. He's got the hostage girls locked yep, up in a room yep. or something, right? But it's 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 good. Yeah. I mean, I, I I couldn't remember if we'd talked about it because I ended up watching we all didn't. three of them in three days, and I didn't know if you'd seen them. I would say that if you ever have a movie that you'd enjoy, that you just like a night that you wanted to watch something, I, there's a lot worse you could watch. Like Boondock Saints. That's that's coming up on. It's our, on my list. No, no, it's not on our list. I, I'm, we're ready to go. Oh, did you watch it? Uh huh. You did. Yeah. Well, fuck, man. Let's go. No, Let's get into that's, it. That's that's the extras. What? That's for the extras. What? That's Patreon, son. Oh, this is bullshit, because now I'm ready to talk about fucking Boondock Saints. <laughs> I've been asking you to watch this movie for eight months. No, you haven't. It's like ten. Get. <laughs> I hate you. Sometimes I hate you. You shouldn't have me. Don't worry. We're going to get into it. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it. Let's talk about it. No. We don't We don't have to save that one for Patreon. They get, Patreon gets stepbrothers. No, that's the movie challenge that we're supposed to do each month that we haven't done for two months. Oh, uh, we did that on a regular podcast before. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. No, we I didn't. I bet you we did. Absolutely we did. No, it was an extra. Flags of Our Fathers. It was an extra. All right. It was Patreon. Fair enough. Trust me. I think you should still talk about Boondock Saints. Trust me. I'll tell you what. We'll talk about it. Okay. It was really good. Okay. It, it was It was really good. All right. Hey, there were there were some surprises. Good in enough. It. I was a Dude. little surprised at some of the stuff that went down, but it was it was really good. I'm I'm kind of excited to watch the second one because you said the second one's more ridiculous, but it's more fun. It's it's definitely more lighthearted, but it does not let up on the violence. Um, the premise is it's still the same. Yeah. But you get some. It, it, put it this way, Boondock Saints, fantastic movie. Boondock Saints two. Your stereotypical sequel that's not as good as the original, but fuck, it's fun. It's just over the top and fun. It, it is it's, over the it's top. It's a ridiculous and fun. action movie. It's um, I wouldn't even say it's ridiculous because the action scenes are really good. It's just you, you'll see when you watch it. You know what I did get in the mail today? What? I got all three John Wicks on Blu-ray. Oh, look at you! Yeah, that's awesome. So congrats. Maybe, maybe by next week, and, oh, and and digital too, so you'll be able to watch those. Wait, so have you not seen? You've not seen all three? I've never seen any of them. What? Oh, son. Look, fuck Neo. <laughs> yeah, you. after seeing John Wick, you can say that, literally. 
I don't need Neil. I got John Wick. I've been waiting to get the. I've been waiting to watch the what? first and the second one because I wanted to buy them, but I was waiting for the three pack. Well done, sir. Right. I just. I just. I just uh, waited. We did. We did first blood on honey. You should watch this last week, just so you know. Just give him a sandwich. It's like, just want. Just want a sandwich. That's exactly what Susan says to open up the show. Just give him a sandwich. If he wants to eat, just let him eat. Fuck. Just give. God damn, he's a veteran. Give him a sandwich. Yeah. There's Dick a, move. I'm gonna tell you what. There's a lot of things I learned about that movie from doing that podcast mm-hmm. that I didn't know. Uh, I mean, we had talked about the alternate endings. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of things that went down in the making of this movie and the people that were supposed to be in it and things. You that say were the original supposed to cut was obnoxiously long or three, something. Over three hours. Yeah. Which over, hey. I'll over watch three it. Hours. Well, that was the ski. That was the shtick at the time. D- Deer Hunter. Um, oh yeah. You know uh, those 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 Vietnam biopics were long at the time. So if you guys, I mean, if you want to listen to that one, if you like First Blood, it's there's a lot of there's a lot of we didn't really we talked about the movie some, but it was really more about the things that happened in the you know analysis of it and shit like that. But it was it was a fun watch. Susan never seen that. Yeah. That great series, dude! I'm so happy that you've never seen John Wick before. You get to watch all three. I'm gonna watch all three. I'm back to back to back. Good Lord, sir! I'm gonna come out of that shit with PTSD. <laughs> dude, that's good on you. Yeah, dude, settle in and put your phone away and just soak it all in because the scenes are so fast. So much stuff happens. See, that's why when you come over, I always have something on the TV that I've always seen because I'm always working and doing something. Here's what you, you put the shade up and just close Mr. the door. Mister Movie Rules will appreciate in this movie is how many times he reloads his gun. Okay, it's constant. It's like I you could even get down to the fact that when he has a pistol or whatever, when he's shooting, I I've never done it, but I'm willing to bet that if you count the amount of shots in the reloads. They're accurate. It's that often. It's impressive. Even when he's got like the machine guns, how he's got the mags mm-hmm. taped back to back. Yep. So he'll take it out, turn around, and put the other one in. It. I'm, I'm telling you, for something so minor, but you being so movie de- rule detailed, that's one rule in this movie franchise. They don't ever stray from. Well, I mean, he runs out a lot. It's 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 a it's a rule that you you make fun of me for having rules. It's not that no rules. I mean, I watch that rules legit. I watch I watch you know Commando and you know Schwarzenegger runs at the end. He runs. He never puts a clip in. He shoots for thirty minutes. I think that's just a joke. I, I, th- I think it is. I too. think it's a purpose. Yeah, and, and it's just and it's just about being fun. And and I can overlook that stuff when you have a movie that's being fun. It's when you have a movie that you're trying to be realistic with and then you try and justify what's going on but you're not justifying it you're just like you know you're just like throwing beeswax at a hole in your 50 gallon drum you know what i mean right totally understand yeah if, if but, but i mean let's let's be honest no matter how realistic you are about him you know putting his clips in and stuff like that and i haven't seen it but you you don't run through that many people and survive usually i mean most most people are decent shot you know what i mean if your name's john so wick you so <laughs> What was it I was watching the other day? Oh, Demolition Man. Yeah. You know, and, and they do that. They do the great things in the movie. Like he goes, "That's right, Spartan, I got you." He screams at him before he shoots. If you want to kill him, just shoot him. Right. Don't give him the heads up. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah, but with those those but, movies, but, it wouldn't be the same if they didn't. Ridiculous, over the top, right? Um, or, or the movie would have been five minutes long. But no, J- John Wick is the the stunts, the fights, the shooting scenes. The if if you've never seen it and. To anybody listening that loves the John Wick movies like we do. Um, well, Mike does. I don't know if I like them yet. Oh, when I say we, I mean me and Dylan. Sorry. Oh, okay. We, we both could watch it all day, every day. Um, went to see Parabellum when he was home last time. That time of year when it came out, we went to see it, and he loved it too. Is 
if you've never seen it, go on YouTube and watch videos of Keanu Reeves and Holly Berry going through firearms training to train for these. Even Keanu before this one, before the most recent one, the training he does for this movie, it is legit. He's getting trained by Navy SEALs. He's getting trained in actual, like he's shooting live fire, those courses. It's impressive. Like he was all in on this franchise and it shows in the movies. It absolutely shows. Good enough. But guess what? You'll see. Get out. I'll start watching. Yeah. Don't threaten me with a good time to go home and go to bed early. (laughs) I will do it. You want to take a break? Yes, let's take a break because I got some the mashup news next. Okay, so um, the wonderful people at Not Water Barbecue, that's Not Water with a K, uh, have issued us and sent us some barbecue sauce. And we've been waiting on the barbecue sauce for a while. And I have to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, something. This is not your your dad's barbecue sauce. This stuff is absolutely, incredibly amazing. It's slap your mama good. It, it is. It's so it good is. that when your mom serves it, you're going to slap her and go, where did you get this? Yes. It's that good. It starts off sweet and ends with a with a bite, but not a bite that's so hot you can't enjoy it. It's 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 legitimately perfect. It's it's and I'm not saying this because they are our sponsor. I'm saying this because this is legitimately one of the three best barbecue sauces that I have ever had in my life. Here's here's what I would like to see happen. Order it, try it, you use the discount code that they have on the website, try it and give them your feedback and share it with us. Let us know that when you try it. And if you need any justification on this, go talk to Mr. Phil Eddy on Facebook. Yeah, that they they know <laughs> they know Phil by name at Not Water Barbecue. Phil is now like Norm at Not Water with a K. Uh, just put in another pretty sizable order that he texted yep. me. Um, all in all seriousness, this is the best barbecue sauce I have ever tasted, and this is where I will go to get my barbecue sauce from now on. Barbecue sauce, pepper sauce, the rub. They have some neat hats. They have some neat shirts. Um, and they've got more stuff coming for all the time, from what I understand. When we make our wings in the in the air fryer, which I love, by the way, yep. we put the rub on the wings, and then we mix that with the medium sauce. The medium, it, I, I can't even call it hot sauce because it, it's not hot, hot. It's got so it's got flavor like no other hot sauce you've ever tried. I agree. The medium is my absolute favorite. I can eat the hot and enjoy it. So there's that. I can eat the hot a little bit. I can't do hot stuff, spicy stuff, but the hot is, is edible. But meat, the medium's my favorite, but I have to mix a little bit of mild in it. It tastes incredible, and that's what it is. It's like a hot sauce with flavor that you can enjoy eating and not have to worry about burning your face off. Go to notwaterbarbecue.com. That's K-N-O-T-W-A-T-E-R-B-B-Q.com. Enter in the code FIGHTING10, F-I-G-H-T-I-N-G-10. That's a one and a zero for 10% off your purchase. Thanks for your support. Also, they have shirts, hats. Take a look at their hats. Their hats, I can tell you, Greg and I both have them. Incredible quality. Very nice leather patch on the front. Uh, Four different colors. I think it's brown, dark blue, the baby blue, and what color I think there's like a gray. A gray, gray yes, a a gray. Excellent quality. I love the T-shirts. The T-shirts, the best thing about the T-shirt so far doesn't shrink. No, it, it does not shrink. Which is good because I'm fat. It's comfortable from all the barbecue from sauce. From all the barbecue sauce. Order today. Okay, we're back. It's like we never Ooh. left. It is. It's kind of like we. It's kind of <laughs> like we never left. We just sat here and stared at each other's <laughs> eyes for 45 minutes. <laughs> you know what? 
That'd be fun. Let's do that sometime. <laughs> yeah, let's. You let me know when you're done. I'll, I'm gonna skip that little exercise. All right. You want to do Mike's mashup? Yeah, me as well. All right. First, some good news. Daredevil. The full rights to Daredevil go back to Marvel in six months. So Daredevil will now be a property of Marvel exclusively in six months. Because Sony hasn't made a movie out of it. Correct. Nice. So that'll be nice. Um, now, is that just movie rights? Does that count the Netflix TV? Because that was that was Marvel, right? Mm-hmm. Daredevil on Netflix was Marvel, not Sony. It was a part of Marvel, yes. But the character's exclusive rights go back to Marvel in six months. So they will own the character again the way it always should have been in six months, which means we could hopefully get a Daredevil movie with Charlie Cox. That's really weird how all that shit went down, how different movie companies got the different characters. For These rights make no sense to yeah. me. Well, no it, sense. It was, it was production rights. You know what I mean? It was just about how no one studio had enough money to make them all because, it, because in the 80s. Like Universal owns the Hulk, but Marvel can use him as a secondary character. Which just if you're not going to make a movie Universal, give him the Hulk back to Marvel. And I know they don't want to give up the money, but it just it's dumb. It's just what I dumb. Don't, what I don't understand is how do they retain the rights if they're not making a movie? That's one of the things. That's why um, certain characters like Venom, like Sony, had to do something or they were going to lose him. Thankfully, they did it with Tom Hardy and crushed it. But that's something that's on my list too. I still if haven't you seen that. don't. Yeah, it, it, basically, that's how it works. So, yeah, in six months, it will go back to Marvel. Nice. Thank goodness, where he belongs. That would be awesome to get him in a crossover with Spider-Man. I know we've talked about it before, but that would be pretty pretty sweet. The Spider-Man Spider-Verse is shaping up very nicely over at Sony. Um, at Sony or at Marvel? Well, it's Sony, but it's, you know, how they're working together. But the Spider-Man, Morbius, uh, Venom, like all of that stuff is kind of working out pretty nice. It'd be nice to see Daredevil under the mix, too, but I don't know. We'll see. The first theater chain is going to open post-coronavirus. Which one? Cinemark. Ever heard of it? No. Me neither, but they're opening. Where are they at? Um, I Somewhere in the, U- in the U.S., but they're going to open. But the other thing that I saw, Amy actually sent me this, and I told her to shut her mouth. You, AMC fears that they won't survive the shutdowns. I don't see how that's possible. They're the largest chain on the planet. Um, and when I say the largest, they have 11,000 screens in 905 theaters between the U.S. and Europe. I can help you out with that because I read an article on it. I I mean, I, I get it because they're just... It's because it's because the amount of debt that they have right. building new theaters. Sure. That That's it. It's not, it's not that they're not making money. It's just that... You know, they build a new theater because they have to keep up, and then they build the you know the twenty four theater and got too big. They they well no, they just owe those bills. They didn't anticipate not being able to show movies for six yeah. months. You know what I mean? Um, I'm sure that uh, a, a company like that that shows a profit is going to get rescued or bought or get some government help or I mean Jesus Christ, and they Disney, absolutely should. Disney got fucking money for Christ's sake. So I mean, if the corrupt banks can get bailed out. Um, you know, yeah. th- a thriving business like the movie theaters, which is, I mean, you can kind of laugh when I say this, but no, no, it, it's it's a necessary business. It, it's an, it's a form of entertainment for us. Well, it, I mean, it, it's it's a cash cow, and it's, it's going to make going, money. It, there you go. It's exactly. going to make money. So, I keep, mean, keep I, it keep it afloat. I think they're right. I think what they're going to end up having to do is they'll probably go into like uh, 
is it chapter 11 that's a reorganization bankruptcy Something where like you that. it puts your creditors off and it lets you reorganize i think the thing that's going to hurt them the most is that they're going to have the ability to open back up and they're just not going to have anything to show hey start running all the greats i know and we've said bring that. them back we've said that but we haven't heard that coming from them at all but at the same time right around the corner in july tenant's supposed to come out that's a christopher nolan movie mm-hmm. that's that's a big name movie so they'll um, show that in all 24 Sienna cinemas. <laughs> may as well. Um, Mulan. That's a big name ten-pole Disney movie. You, have, you didn't read that article I sent you about no, Mulan? I just, I'm, I'm just saying, the, these are movies. If pull, Make it happen. If they open, make it happen. I'm surprised you didn't... You don't know what's happening with Mulan. I, 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 what, what? Did she lose? It's going to digital. For sure? Yeah. When? Uh, next month. Big movie like that? Put it on the screen anyway. I'll go. I, I know some people I, will go. I know, but I'm just I, I'm not saying that they shouldn't. I'm just saying that they've. It's they, it's it sounds they made like the decision. It, what's what it sounds like? And if it's not in the theater, I'm definitely going to watch it, of course. But if you give people the choice, because look, you're not tying up movie screens with 30 other movies. Oh no, no, I, I'm not. I'm not arguing with right. you. I, 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 but a movie the, like that shit does needs to be on a Dolby screen. I think that what they're 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 anticipating is that you know people like us might not have a problem going to the theater, but right. there's a lot of people that don't. They don't want won't want to. Yeah, they they're saying they're doing it because they can send it to digital, um, and by doing that, it allows them to put it on Disney Plus sooner. Which I get. Which I understand. And you new know content. What? You and send it. You send it to digital. You you know you got a lot of kids at home and camps are shut down and stuff like that. So I you know what I I don't know. I, again. We are fortunate that this week our theaters are opening up. Right. At 50%. Well, uh, they're allowed to. Right. They're are they going to? They're being allowed to. Ex- right. Exactly. Because everybody keep in mind, that's where my business is at. Not my business, but the company that I work for. We're allowed to be open, mm-hmm. but we can't, we can't sustain our payroll because there's not enough people that want us to come to their house. Right. So, you know, theaters and all of them have that, have that problem too. Um I I will double check on Mulan, but the thing I read was that they kind of they basically made the decision that they're disappointed, but they just you know they I guess they're thinking the exact opposite of what we talked about with Ghostbusters last week. Universal's is going to let it sit on the shelves because they'll make more money next year. Whereas Disney's like you know what we've already made it. We have that's our what own, I mean. It's ready have, to roll. We have our own streaming service. We'll throw it out there and make the. That's a huge advantage for them too, because you're is. right, and that's one of the biggest. Not I, I'm not knocking Disney Plus at all. I, I have it. I love it. I, I watch this new Mandalorian series that comes out every Friday. The behind the scenes stuff is fantastic. Um, I watch the Disney Plus app. There's stuff that, of course, I'm going to rewatch. But what an advantage to have with that, because their biggest knock right now is new content. Yeah, they, they just don't have new content, it and it seems like Netflix is shitting out something well, new every week. Disney puts out. I think I saw something on there. Uh, I read about it that there's like forty to fifty new things that they put on there each month. Mm-hmm. But it's not the Mandalorian or it's, Mulan. It's or, yeah. It's just Disney. It's the page stuff. twenty stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. It's it's like when Netflix announces the thirty two movies that are coming to the to, to their, their you're like, what? This year, and you're like I've never heard of thirty of these. <laughs> right. And thirty one I've seen eighty times because it's forty um, years old. So and, you know it's. You know, you would assume that I'm just watching the Marvel and the Star Wars stuff on Disney Plus, but their their Nat Geo section is it's, fantastic. It's awesome. It's got the Bear Grylls series with all the celebrities, which is outstanding. I'll tell you a really good a really good um, documentary on there. I think it's called Imagineers, and it talks about the beginning of Disney all the way up through 
how they've had to redesign their parks and how they design mm-hmm. their parks and how they've had to kind of roll with the times and Tokyo Disney. And it's really, dude, the shit that they designed and came up with that was literally light years ahead of anything else that was available is yeah. just... It's really, it's a really good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be disappointed by any means if Mulan comes out on Disney Plus or even on video on demand. I mean, of course, I'm going to watch it if I can't watch it at AMC. Right. I will hop the wall in a second, and of course, I'm fortunate in a movie numb nut, and I will, I will gladly go watch it there as opposed to being at home. Yeah. But that's just me. And it's understandable. Um, uh, but again, like we've said before, we got both sides of the fences, and, and it's the size on. and the scope of that movie that I think it would. It needs to be on a movie theater screen at some point, even if they re-release it. I, I don't care. We can Either go buy way. ourselves a 120-inch projection. I'm not. Yeah, but it's not Dolby. It's not the same. We'll get six receivers. <laughs> Just surround spe- the room. Four speakers each. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. The, the, this one comic book related that just kind of caught me off guard. We were talking about the Batwoman show, how Ruby Rose left the show. Yeah, she just straight up walked out. Just straight up picked up her cowl and left, or dropped it on the floor or whatever. Um, a lot of back and forth, he said, she said, or in her case, he said, he said. Mm-hmm. Didn't know what was going on. It just, you don't know who's telling the truth. Yeah, nobody knows. Basically, it sounds like there was tensions between creative stuff or the long days, the long times to film a show, whatever. But they're not recasting her. They're not recasting Kate Kane. That's the character name for Batwoman. It's going to be a completely new character. I'm okay with that because there were multiple Batgirls in DC Universe. There's a, yeah, it's it's not Batgirls, Batwoman. It's not going to be a Batwoman. It's going to be a different character altogether. I don't know how you still call the show Batwoman. I I don't know. It's Batwoman (laughs) with a question question mark. mark, Huh? (laughs) Where'd she go? Yeah. Um, I just there's no really details. They've given a character description of the character that they're going to use. Um, but it's not Batwoman, and it's like, God damn, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? I don't know. That You know, I kind of wanted to watch that show when it first came out, and I heard a lot of people... I did. I, I watched the pilot. I heard a lot of people go, eh. It, it's a CW show. Yeah. Don't turn that on expecting Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight. No, no. It's, it's not what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, I, will, it, I, will admit, I will admit that the first three seasons of Arrow were incredible. Dude. He was a straight up assassin. Yeah, and I, it was I, crazy. I stopped watching it because it started to get a lot of people that were saying stuff about it, and it kind of got put on my back burner. I don't know how good the rest of the show went. Um, and I know that the Flash show is really good. That I've always wanted to watch. That. Here's how it started for me. Arrow was my number one. That first season, like you said, it was intense. It was not a little kid campy show. It was a straight up. I was like, what? What? How did he become who he is? That, <laughs> right. was, that first season was. It that was, was literally was a straight up best, revenge series. That was is all it was. One of the best origin stories that I've ever seen put into vigilante yeah. story. I mean, he was he was the definition of a vigilante. Yeah, it was awesome. And then the Flash came out, and I was like, oh, this this isn't bad. You know, this is decent. And then over the course of the seasons, Flash got to be my favorite because Arrow was going more downhill. They started bringing in, in my opinion, too many characters, too many too many comic book hero type people. It just started to go the opposite for me. Flash like shot way up, and it yeah. got awesome. Yeah, Arrow got Arrow got front office itis. But um, yeah, those first couple seasons of Arrow are unreal I, for a TV show. Yeah, I have violent. It was. It was. It was it not. It wasn't bloody, but it was violent. And when dude says you have failed this city, I got chills every time. Yeah, I was like man, this is great. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. 
Um, but I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. We'll see if it. I, I think it tanks terribly, but that's just me. Well, I don't think it was killing it in the ratings anyway, was it? No, it was not lighting up. But it got a full season, and it got ordered for a second season. So apparently, people are watching it. Um, other Sony confirmed that PS4 games will be able to be played on the PS5 games. Doesn't sound like a big deal, but when you're sitting on a nice little library of PS4 games, if if you make the PS5 not backward pack back, not backward compatible, that's a huge dick move. Which they did with the PS4. You cannot play PS3 games on the PS4. That's a dick move. And at the beginning, people were outraged until they started playing PS4 games. Were like, PS3 what? Because yeah, the games but, were so much better. Yes, they were. But but a at lot the same time, that you enjoy playing. I would love to be able to play my. I mean, granted, I still have a PS3 collecting dust in a box, and if I wanted to bust it out and play Deadpool, I could. But. Um, it's, I mean, yeah, I mean, not major news, but I thought it was newsworthy because there's a lot of PS4 owners that I are going to be like, hey, man, I got, I'm sitting on, because nobody trades games in anymore. Cause you're not, I'm what not getting three bucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not worth it. Eat a dick, GameStop. Yeah. I think it's big news. I think that, I think that's a big deal. It's a big plus for sure, especially for people that still have a nice catalog. I still have a nice little selection of games. I'm My game collection isn't near as stupid as it was when I had the PS3, but... Um, I mean, I've got ten to fifteen games in that I play. You know, right? The Spider Man and stuff like that. And nice. granted, there's going to be a new Spider Man for PS Five. I can only imagine. Um, this one blew me away when I saw it. You've heard of that little show called The Office, right? I think so. Yeah, there, it ran for a couple seasons. Little, not, ind- little independent. Not very popular. PBS. You know, it's you know, it's not really rewatchable at all. Not even that funny. But apparently during the show, do you remember the episode where Michael runs over Meredith? Yes. <laughs> when it started the fun run off, uh, it was season four, I believe. <laughs> this almost sounded fake till I read the article. The people writing the show, when, Ma- when Michael hit Meredith with the car, wanted him to come back and beat her to death with a crowbar and become a killer. Yeah, as as Wayne would say in Letterkenny, why don't you let that marinate? Think about that. Eesh, that's dark. Thank God for Greg Daniels, the showrunner. No fucking way. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It wouldn't work. It would ruin the tone of the show, the pacing of the show, the joke. It would, you know, I mean, unless you're going to tie in somehow the, the Scranton Strangler, I, I don't know. But that is such an off-the-wall thought. Or even to attempt that. In season four, that show already had its footing. It was already off and running. How in the world could you sit in a writer's room and say, hey, you know what? Let's just have Michael Killer. And the, <laughs> the showrunner's like, no. I mean, it, it's off the wall. I can see it just because of the craziness and the wackiness that went on on that show. But now to have killed her with his car is one thing. Right. To have hit her and come back and beat her with a crowbar. They wanted him to finish the that's job. That's pretty fucking dark. Right? Wow. I, I, I was just like, whatever. Like Now, they, if that had been Dwight, uh, I, I can... I can. You could on. totally spit. And, and then you've got another section of the barn that we haven't seen. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, Lord. Dwight would have made more sense. But I just... That was so crazy. I'm like, I, I had to share it. Yeah, so that there's is. that. And then in the last piece of mashup fun... It's some. I'm going to end it on a good note. Okay. Because the Batman will resume filming effective immediately. Good. 
So there we go. Good. Um, yeah. So the, can't wait to see how they fuck that. No, because I think it's over. It, it's obviously over in Europe somewhere. I can't remember where they're they're uh, they're, they're filming it currently, but it is. Um, they're allowed to restart filming, so that's happy. That is good news. On that note, the little little book that I sent sent for you to read, which is apparently is what they're loosely basing this movie on, and you're reading it. You're what what looking at about halfway through. I'm yeah approaching halfway. Yeah. What do you think so far? I like it. It's a whodunit. You know what? There's not many comic book stories that I read, especially, and I know that like true comic book people, like Richard, could probably tell us the difference. I don't know what the difference between a a, a graphic novel and a compendium. Like some people, that's not a graphic novel. Whoa, sorry, sorry. Same man. thing. It, he, it's absolutely didn't graphic. Didn't it, it, it's, it's and all the compendium is is a huge collection of right. a bunch of them. But I, The Walking I, Dead's known for them. Some people, some people, they it is not a graphic novel. And like, if you if you ever watched uh, Big Bang Theory, they would actually get into arguments about it because that's how comic book aficionados. I've never read really read one of these that's like this, where it's chapter one, chapter two. Right. That I didn't like. Mm-hmm. I mean, because but but I I like to read, so I, I like a good story. Yep. Uh, sometimes it's you know what's go where it's going. Right. Um. This has had a couple twists already that I'm like, okay, right, I, interesting. Um, I was surprised at the one that happened uh, that I just read a couple days ago. But I, I th- who bought it? Who got murdered? Harvey. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Nobody's yeah. safe in this story. Yeah, and literally, it'll be like that all the way through. Cool. Yeah. So it's I I, I like it. I, I think that it's hard to. This stuff doesn't get put together if it's not good anyway. You know what I mean? Correct. And 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 especially like comic books to me they're they're different than the movies because you have so many different Here's what's funny. stories it, that are I I'll, we'll call them universes. Right. You know, well, that's like what it DC's is. got like what 87 different Batman universes so you can do so many different things, but you can you can get away with so much more because of the way you tell the story and 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 you can do anything you want to do in it. You don't have it to look believable on the on the big screen. Right. But I, I if they loosely base it on it, I can see why they have six villains in the movie. It makes perfect sense yeah. now, doesn't it? Yeah. Like like when you hear that like okay, that's good. And honestly, I was like, man, is six enough? Because yeah. of because of the depth of this story, and you're only halfway through. Yeah, it's well. That's also something that they never really give us in in any of the whether it was the Michael Keaton one or the the the, the Bruce no, the Chris, Christopher Nolan one. Mm-hmm. Batman becomes Batman because his town is has become such a cesspool for crime. Right. But it's always like, well, there's a couple of guys that are you know laundering money. Well, that happens in every plant, city in Plant City for fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, so. You know what I mean? You can Dude, have that happens at my last yeah, dealership job. Population fifty four. <laughs> you've got you know a drug a drug dealer. So the fact that they're going to take year one Batman, which is essentially what this is, is right. year one, and start setting up this cesspool. I'm I'm good with it's it. It's a smart way to go. I'm good with it. I hope I just hope they don't fuck it up. Well, yeah, and what I and Matt Reeves, the director of this movie, has said this from day one. This is going to be more of a Batman detective story and that's exactly what this book is because he's trying to find a serial killer yep. not i shouldn't say serial killer a guy that is or girl, someone that is committing these murders around the calendar on certain holidays mm-hmm. and that's the aspect of this that i like because it takes time it takes place over a certain amount of time obviously you can't do that in a movie because you'd have way too many flash forwards and all that stuff but the premise of batman trying to find and figure out 
who's killing all these people. Yeah. It's awesome, and, and, and I can't wait to see it. And that plays to what Batman's strength always was in the comic books. He's, great he's the greatest detective. So, so the, it, yeah. I'm when I read that book, I got more excited for this movie because it's less of a you know punchy punch movie and more of a you'll get some of that. But him figuring out shit using some of his tech in a different way that we haven't seen before. The biggest example that we've seen that we got once was in the Dark Knight when he was recreating the bullets and do it. Give me more of that. Yeah. So, yeah. Ironically, that's a lot of what Glass is. Oh, is it really? That's how Glass... That's, I may have that's, to watch that. That's why people, I think, were disappointed. It is more of a, what's really going on here and what's happening? Hey, there's nothing wrong with a movie that makes you think every now and then. That's true. That's Even why, for me. That's why Backdoor Babes 3 was always my favorite. Yeah. It really makes you Four think. Four is when the series really caught its footing, I think. Kind of more depth. Kind of snuck up on you from behind. more depth through their characters. <laughs> Depth. Yep. All right. I crack myself. Um, you up. know the funny thing you you brought up the, the the office thing. It's really weird how so many things happened and happen in entertainment like movies and TV shows that you think about it and just go, oh my god, what a! I just read something the other day that you know who was the originally going to play uh, Axel Foley in Beverly Hills Cop. Um, at one point I knew this, but I forgot. Sylvester Stallone. Shit. He was cast and signed, and when he showed up on set, he had rewritten the script because he wanted it to be more action-oriented, and they were like that. They were like, no, that's not what we want. You can go. And then they cast Eddie Murphy. Dude, can you imagine? Cop. No. Can you imagine? It would have ruined the movie. I well, mean, I say it, that now. It would have been a completely different type of movie. It would have been an action movie, not a comedy. Right. Would it have been as good? It might have been a great action movie. Diff- it would have been a different type of but movie. But it, it wouldn't have been, you know, you know, banana tailpipe. Yeah, Exactly. Or him actually doing detective type work, exactly figuring all that stuff. Out. Yeah, great two movies. Yeah, and let's that's hope, all I got. The fourth one's good. <laughs> it's like the Crystal Skull. It's there's some movies we just don't speak of in this room. Yeah, three was really <laughs> really bad. Leave it out of here. Okay, so uh, we'll go ahead and do our triple trivia for this week. Get it now. If you remember, the last movie we did was The Wedding Singer. Correct. Okay, now when I was researching which path to go down, I found a path that I had to take. Okay. But it's it's hard. And here's the thing. I've never even seen Wedding Singer all the way through. Not one of my favorite oh, Adam shit. Sandler movies. Okay. Well But hey, I'll give it the old college try. I think it's really good. I, oh, I, I, I think it's really good. Um Okay, so I'll tell you right now, the first build person in Wedding Singer is Adam Sandler. Yep. Number two is Drew Mary Drew Barrymore. Correct. The person that's in this movie was third build in that movie, in The Wedding Singer. I'll tell you that right now. Okay. You you won't know who it is, so you probably will not get this. Is um, it Billy Idol? <laughs> no, he's like 54. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. And the person that was in Wedding Singer is in this movie for like two minutes. Oh, so it's, it's perfect. It's, it's a hard... This, this, All right. But you're going to appreciate the trivia that I brought because... Okay. Okay. All right, so your first clue is, according to the writer, who is also the star and director, the lead character was based on a young Sylvester Stallone. Jesus Christ, is it Little Nicky? No. <laughs> Just a higher-pitched voice. Yeah, uh, Adam Sandler's not in this movie. He's not? No. Does Adam Sandler have anything to do with this movie? No. Okay. Well, see. It's the person whose third build in Wedding Singer is the person that's in this. Which I'm probably not going to get, because... Yeah, I, it's it's a hard one, but yeah. I, you, you're just going to appreciate okay. the trivia. Okay, the second the second clue is the actor who was cast in this role originally refused the role because he did not want to dye his hair blonde. 
What? <laughs> It'll all make perfect sense when you hear the answer. All right. I'm, I, I don't know because I don't know the way they sing her. Okay. The actor's role initially, or this actor's role was initially cast with Owen Wilson. But he tried to commit suicide shortly before filming began, and the writer slash director slash lead actor recast it so that Wilson could rest. Air quotes around rest. Luke Wilson? No. Oh, oh it was Owen Wilson. No, I was thinking Luke. Wa- oh, wait, hold okay. on. I will tell you who replaced Owen Wilson. Who? Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. I, I don't know. All right. Two letters or two, uh, two words. G7 player? Tropic Thunder? Yep. <laughs> no shit. The person that is in both of them is... Uh, ben uh, Stiller? Ben Stiller's wife. Oh, really? Yeah. Marsha Brady? Marsha Brady. She is Drew Barrymore's sister in The Wedding Singer. Oh, okay. okay. I see, yeah. It's... I know. I, I, I didn't know if you... but ah, dude, That's crazy. There's, there's some trivia here. Yeah. Jack Black. Refused to dye his hair his hair blonde and said he's not going. I'm not going to do this movie because I, I'm not going to do it because you're going to make me dye my hair blonde, and left. And they were like, "Well, okay." And then he came back. He's like, "All right, I guess I'll dye my hair blonde." I mean, you're dying your hair blonde, big deal, right? Right. Robert Downey Jr. originally turned this role down because he thought that the the part he was playing because of the blackface right was extremely racist. But the more he read it and thought about it, the more he liked it, and he really wanted to work with Ben Stiller and Jack Black. Right, and I to open up a horrible can of worms at the wrong time, but I don't think there's anything racist about that movie. I don't think so either. It's just it's, it's an it's, 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 a, it's an actor portraying it's not a many, different. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's, dude playing a dude playing another. Dr- dude. He's dressed as another dude. <laughs> yeah. Do you know that the entire shoot Robert Downey Jr. stayed in character? Yes, he's I read a, he's that. He's a character actor. Yes, he even does the DVD video commentary. Yes, as Sergeant Whatever. Did you know that he did? Um, other videos like you can find on YouTube yes. in character. Yes, it's it's a dude. Lazarus is a legend. Satan's what Kirk is it? Satan's, Lazarus. Satan's alley. Yes. The when they're talking about um, all the all the stuff that they're talking about on that on that uh, little fake trailer, mm-hmm. and they say um, starring someone who won two thousand MTV's two thousand two Best Kiss. Right. You know that Tobey Maguire did win that award. Right for Spider Man. Spider Man. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I do remember and, that. They actually made some booty sweat and sold it on on Amazon. That's fantastic. I I tried to find some I couldn't couldn't find it. Yeah, I would gone. never I would never drink it. But how awesome would that be? The best part of that is when you hear the whisper at the very end. Father, I've been a bad bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who hasn't listened to it, well, you can't. I'm sorry, it's Patreon. But on Patreon, you can listen to our commentary on that, which was quite a good time. So step up, pay five bucks or yeah. two bucks. Whatever. What are the tiers? It's one, three, and five. One dollar. Yeah. One stinking dollar. That doesn't get you the movies. Okay. Actually, the movies well, is the higher tier. Five bucks? Yes. Okay, for le- less than the cost of a Big Mac meal. Yeah. And right now, if you do it, I think there's like six movies on there, right? Yeah, no Five shit. Or six, yeah. We have a good time doing them. We do. Okay, so I impressed myself with my idea for this week. You came up with the basis of it, but this is what we're going to do. We have four weeks before 4th of July. We are going to do, you told me we should do our Mount Rushmore of dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I liked it because basically what you're doing is you're taking a subject and you're, and we're going to make it five because a top five for fighting. So the fifth face will be, you know, I, I mean, know, I'm, I'm pretty smart. Obama or something. You can, we can, we can say that. 
Um, so we're going to do our top five, but we, we're going to do in four consecutive weeks, we're going to do our Mount Rushmore of hockey, baseball, college football, and pro football. Mm-hmm. And then our 4th of July episode, whoever we invite, we will be discussing who is the Mount Rushmore of the people that we list on our lists or that get listed if we have a guest. And you came up with the other idea today for the 4th of July episode that I, li- I, I like. Right. So it'll be basically a discussion and ranking of all the people we have on our Mount Rushmores. I'm going to have a list ready for everybody to look at. And then the top five list that we're going to do for, for that. So okay. we kind of varied a little bit from what I suggested because I, I had a hard time coming up with who I thought should be the best franchise. Mm-hmm. But what we basically did was we basically got our, fop, our top five players at positions. So a center, a winger, a winger, a defenseman, and a goalie. Right. I tried to stay away from the givens. I mean, when everybody says, who's the best? I mean, of course, there's three or four names that always come out at the top. Ask uh, five people, you're going to get five different answers. Exactly. Yep. But you probably get those five answers a lot. A couple constants. Yeah. So I tried to stay away from that with with I had reasons for it, but mm-hmm. one of them one of them you'll hear when I get to it. I I, I couldn't not include him. So, mm-hmm. um, why don't you go first? Because you're the hockey guy. Uh, it, uh, obviously being that it's now I know Mount Rushmore has four, but because of our podcast, we made five. I mean, we we bought the extra property and we put up another face. So there we you go. did. The construction is a little slow right now, so we kept people and we're doing our part for the economy. So my number five, just to get out of the way, is Wayne Gretzky. Okay. I mean, it's you. If you have a hockey Mount Rushmore and Gretzky's name or face is not on there, then we can't be friends. I I agree with you. Yeah. But that was the easy one that I was referring to that I had to stay I away just, from. But, but I couldn't justify not having him on there. Absolutely. But that's why I put him number five. Uh, Let's just get him out of the way. Fair enough. Enough. To, I'm sick of talking about Wayne anyway. I didn't go. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't go one. I didn't go one to five. I went by position. So my my center, which would Gretzky was a center. My center was Mario Lemieux. Okay. And and the reason that I I did that was because Gretzky's points per game was one point nine two. He's best in the history of the NHL. Right. Uh, Lemieux is 1.88. He did not have the career that a lot of people had simply because he had issues and cancer and back problems. He he ranks 11th all-time in goals with 690. He had 1,033 assists. He's 12th there. He had 1,723 points in 915 games. Okay. That's pretty impressive. Uh, There were some others there. Like, I really had a hard time not putting Yari Curry up there Mm -hmm. just because. But... You know, oh, Yari Kerr is a good one. Yeah, uh, I always wondered how. I always wonder, and I'm not as deep in hockey as you are. I, I will admit it. I always wondered how good Yari Curry would have been if Gretzky hadn't been in the middle. Right. But Yari Curry could play. Sure. I'm, I'm not discounting his Absolutely. ability at all. So for sure, that was my number five. Was more right. than you. My number four. I thought you were going to throw something at me because he plays for Pittsburgh. No, I just simply didn't have him on my list because fuck Pittsburgh. <laughs> I mean, the, I, I'm not even going to dance around it. Right? That's, hey, it's my mountain. I'm going to build who I want. Gotcha. Uh, and my number four, arguably the greatest goalie to ever play the game, was Jock Plant. Uh, seven Vesna trophies in 18 years, five in a row, and six cups. Um, of you know, you talk to any goalie, and you mention the greatest goalies, his name almost always comes up first. So yeah, Jock Plant. Yeah, th- he's he's uh, old school, but like is badass. And he he ended up being number two on my list. I'll go with my goalie now. Uh, five Vesna trophies in a row. Five in a row. That's yeah. crazy. And six cups. I went with Patrick Waugh. <laughs> Fucking chicken head. 
Me? No, Patrick Waugh. <laughs> when he plays, he would always do that yeah. little twitch with his head. Yep. It looked like he was trying to blow a hooker. <laughs> I'm just saying, he, yeah. he had that. And I, God, I, God man, I hate Patrick Waugh. Man, he was good. He was. He had four Stanley Cups. He won three Conn Smythe trophies. He won three Vesna. He's the only goalie with a Conn Smythe trophy, and he's got three of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he pretty much originated and invented the butterfly style. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was I, having a seizure. He, he probably was. He was, but <laughs> hey, if it ain't broke. <laughs> you remember how his career ended in Montreal? I don't. You don't? You don't remember? No. Well, Greg, let me take you back. With the, with the Red Wings? Um, the Red Wings put up eight goals straight on him, and he kept looking at the bench, and the coach would not pull him. So when it was all said and done, Patrick Waugh came off the ice, looked at the coach, says, I will never play another game for you, and then he was traded. So that's how his career ended in Montreal, which for him was a good thing because he had a pretty damn good run in Colorado. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that's where he got two of his cups. Um, yeah. Amazing goalie. Just screw Patrick Waugh. I'll never forget the night that Vernon busted his face open and blood was everywhere. It was greatest amazing. goalie, greatest goalie ever, Mike. Ever. Yep. yep. <laughs> and he bled you know, like a stuck pig. You know who I had a hard time not putting on here was Hasek. Oh yeah, that's just because of the super flexibility he had and, and what he and the saves that he could make and and goal. So dude is a straight certifiable weirdo. Yeah, but Holy, amazing weirdo. goalie. Yeah. I'd I'd put him top three. I didn't put him on here simply because he played for the Red Wings, but you know mm-hmm. whatever. No, I'm kidding. No, it, it, I tried not to be fair. a Red Wing mark here, but it was one year. Yeah, it was one year. We got a cup though. Hell yeah, he did. <laughs> and that team could have beat any other team assembled in in NHL history, if you oh, ask that's, me. That's not true. Eight Hall. What, of, what about the Dream Team? Eight Hall of Famers on that team. What about the Dream Team? Hey man, Jordan. I don't care. Top. You give me. You say Jordan, I'll say Joe Dumars. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Oh, my number three? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say it, and I'm not going to be ashamed about it. Nick Lidstrom, best defenseman of all time. I, 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 I don't understand how anybody could argue that fact. You can, you can say Bobby Orr all you want, but he only played 12 years. Nick Lidstrom played 20 years, 1,564 games, 878 assists, 264 goals, four cups, seven Norris trophies, one Conn Smythe, 12 All-Stars, and a Partridge in a goddamn pear tree. Instant Hall of Famer. His nickname in Detroit, the perfect human being. Nick Lidstrom, book it. Best defenseman of all times. Mm, disagree. Bobby Orr. Not even close. Not even close. Not, not even, even. It's not even close. It, it's uh, Okay. Bobby, I'm not taking anything away from Bobby Orr, but he didn't have the career that Nick Lidstrom did. Okay. Well, let's talk about his career. Okay. He's got nine hat tricks as a defenseman. Okay. He was the first defenseman to score 30 goals. Let me stop you right there. He was the first defenseman to score 40 goals. No, you're not stopping me. Oh, because, okay, because all right. I'm, I'm okay, go ahead and talk about the scoring defenseman. He was the first player with 100 assists. Okay. He's the only defenseman to lead the league in scoring twice. Okay. He's the only player to win the Norris, Art Ross, Hart, Conn Smythe in the same season. Mm-hmm. He has the most points ever by a defenseman, which was 139 mm-hmm. in 70-71. He had the most assists in a season. Mm-hmm. As any heart, as any uh, defenseman, which was the which same is good, season, the same season. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, he um, he's second in goals mm-hmm. uh, for a season. He had forty six. Coffee beat him out in eighty five, eighty six. He had forty eight. Mm-hmm. He has the highest plus minus percentage ever for a defenseman at plus one twenty four. So he had two hundred seventy goals, six hundred forty five assists, nine hundred fifteen points in six hundred and fifteen games. He has one point. He has a one point three nine three points per game score. Which is fifth in the history of the NHL. 
just because he doesn't play as long doesn't mean he's not as good. Let me back you up to one thing. Yes, he was an amazing scorer. Nick Lidstrom was a more amazing defenseman. Okay. He, I mean, yeah, great. Bobby Orr could score and play offense all day long, which is awesome. Nick Lidstrom was hands down the best defenseman to ever play the game. Okay. Hands down. That's your opinion. That it's. I mean, uh, okay. I mean, I guess it's my opinion, but based on the fact that he won seven Norris trophies as the league's best defenseman, and that's that's awesome. That, but we're talking about a defenseman. Well, was Bobby okay. Orr a forward or a defenseman? See, I looked at nine lists, and Bobby Orr was at the top of all because of, of the because of the poster. Okay, no, well, it's, be, it's because just because of, what, of the poster because of, of what he did. Um, okay, sure. I, yeah, he was an amazing scoring defenseman. If Lidstrom had played in Chicago, you wouldn't say he was the best ever. With the stats and with the career that he had, twenty years with the same franchise, I know you. You would never say that if you played in Chicago. It's it just it wouldn't have happened. I'm just saying it's you can't because it's, because Bobby Orr put up a ton of um. And for the record, Nick Lidstrom's plus plus minus was four hundred and fifty. By the way, in a single season? No, for his oh, career. Okay, plus minus for four hundred and fifty for his entire career. Well, that, that's ridiculous. Or's got a quarter of that in one season. So yeah, that, that, that's cool <laughs> because he did all the scoring for his team. I'm just saying, if you're going to argue defenseman, Nick Lidstrom is the best defenseman of all time. Okay, where did Bobby Orr play? Was he a winger? No, but he, he was, was too busy scoring to play defense. He didn't have to play defense because he was putting him in the net. You're, tell, you're telling me right now in today's NHL yes. that you would not want a defenseman that can put 45 uh, points on, or goals in the season? You're going to ask season? a Red Wings fan if he wants a scoring defenseman or a guy that can keep pucks out of the net? I'm, I'm keeping pucks out of the net all day long. Well, they're, they're not doing that either, to be honest with you right That's now. That's what so. I'm saying. I'd give, I'd give a kidney to have a, a player like Nick Lidstrom back. Absolutely. Oh, everybody would because Nick Lidstrom was a, was a great defenseman. The greatest defenseman, in your opinion? I, no, it's you can't argue that. You want to pull up just, some lists on the internet? Just because, well, because the internet's always right. No, the internet's not always right. But I mean, when you pull up nine lists and I Bobby Orr is at the top of all nine, if you want to, if you want to prove that the Earth's flat, just pull up the internet. No, no, the, that's not true. Because I'm people, talking. We, we, we flat earthers have people around the globe. <laughs> I love that we flat earthers. It's great. <laughs> Um, I understand and, what you're saying. And the Earth's not flat because Cat would knock, knock everybody off the Earth if it was true. And I'm not. I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you you're wrong. I know. But it's I'm not just hand, saying. It's pure, not hands down. I'm just saying. Pure defenseman. Nick Lidstrom's better. Nick Lidstrom was a good. He was a good defenseman. He was a great defenseman. Seven and he, times and he belongs, league's best defenseman. And he belongs in the, in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. And he's on my fucking Mount Rushmore. That's good enough. For I'm, the I'm NHL. I'm fine with that. That's, right. that's why we're here. That's a good deal. But you can't tell me that I'm wrong because you think you're right. You're right because you're married to a Boston fan and you have to say that. No, I don't. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do. Absolutely not. <laughs> yes, you do. No, I don't. I don't root for Boston when they play Tampa. Fuck Boston. <laughs> and you know you agree. You, 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 you might have an issue when uh, they're hoisting that cup again this year if they stay hot. No chance. Zidane Chara is going to win it all for him. I hope Zidane Chara gets arthritis in both knees to the size of softballs. <laughs> Their team is good and ours sucks. No. <laughs> when they have as many cups as we do, we'll we'll, we'll talk. You know what? You're you're right. I hate you're, Boston. You're you're right because what happened 90 years ago matters right now. 90 years ago. Yeah. They have four cups in the past what 27 years, and they have four wins in the last 10 years. It's Hey, it's okay. I've seen four parades, son. I'm okay with it. I'm all right with it. 
Plus, it's original six. They all hate each other. That's true. It's a God-given right. That's true. And and you hate each other because you respect each and other. Toronto, screw those people, too. Man, you got to feel bad for Toronto. What I, was it, 1950-something? Honestly, honestly, I do. Nineteen Was it 1950? Well, we were in the same boat because the Red Wings' last Stanley Cup was in 1955, and they didn't win it until 1997. So I know exactly how Toronto fans feel. Tor- Toronto is like the Cubs up until three years ago. It was the same thing for us. The yeah. last Stanley Cup pictures were black and white. So, yeah, I I sympathize. I don't like him, but I still sympathize with him. For the record, Nicholas Lindstrom was a hell of a defenseman. Ridiculous. His nickname was the perfect human being. Well, that doesn't matter. I mean, my nickname is the fucking, the, the massive, massive or massive. Mass, that's, put that on a jersey. I did. <laughs> that make no sense, but. Yeah. I mean, the, the perfect human being, I'm sorry, Captain America, that's it. And Nick Lindstrom. And Kathy Ireland. Guy didn't okay. do anything wrong. <laughs> like nothing wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. Nothing. <laughs> I think he was in the limo that night, wasn't he? Nick Lidstrom was not in the limo that night. I know he wasn't. I'm just well. Listen, it's not documented that he was in the limo. <laughs> no, because Nick Lidstrom doesn't drink. He's perfect. <laughs> I would say not drinking doesn't make you perfect. I, in just... fact, I would say that you have a serious character flaw. Um and. <laughs> Cool hockey history in my life. Nick Lidstrom actually got me a beer. True story. But if he doesn't drink, I don't care. The man got me a beer. He's perfect. So tell the story. And signed my jersey. I mean, we're talking about Nick Lidstrom. Tell the story. In '97, when they won the cup, I was working for Miller Lite, um, and I had a you know a route, sports bars and restaurants, pubs in downtown Birmingham. There was a place I'll never forget. It. It's called Dick O'Dow's. It's off Woodward Avenue, and the guy that I knew there because I was his rep gave me a heads up that. Um, it was against Colorado, and Larry Murphy had just played a record game. His, I believe it was his 500th game in the NHL, and tipped me off that the team was coming there to celebrate, and asked me if I wanted to come, and he'd get That's me, cool. he'd get me in the, uh, you know, the the backdoor entrance and all that stuff. So I'm like, hell yeah! So we brought the wife. Um, she'll never forget this either for other reasons. And I'm just in there like a little kid, rubbing elbows with. Draper and Lidstrom, you know, all, all the Stevie wasn't there, but the majority of the team was there. And, um, you know, he introduced me a few of them and just kind of trying to not sound like a total, you know, fanboy dork. Just, you know, I, you know, just big fan, you know, it's great, great game tonight, you know, Colorado, fuck those guys. That's so hard to do. Like it's when you meet like, someone you really respect. Because I was wearing the Jersey. I had the, in the Jersey that I had gotten, at the time, didn't have numbers or anything. It didn't have anything on it yet. It was a blank jersey. And this was in 97, keep in mind, before the, before the Stanley Cup win. And I had you know a few of the guys signed it. Like Lidstrom was one of them. And <laughs> out of nowhere, it's like, hey, you know, did, did, you know we're going to grab something. You want a beer? I'm like, Nick Lidstrom just asked me if I wanted a beer. Of course I want to be like, yeah, sure, that'd be great. So you got me Miller Lite. Did you take it home and make love to it? Because I would have. No, I should have. I, right? sh- I honestly should have just kept, recapped it. Fucking and, a. S- and kept it. But Did you keep the bottle at least? No. Dude, no. I, Damn. Dude, all, tr- all legit train of thought was absent that night. I was just, you know, you know, your heroes in the same room. It was ridiculous. Yeah. So then the end of the night, we're parked out back, you know, in the – off of the main strip where everyone's supposed to park. And, you know, keep in mind, the wife's pregnant at this time. Or, yeah, n- not feeling very well. Is it Lidstrom's? No, she wasn't pregnant at the time. When was it? This was after that. Yeah, this was after the cup because this was in... <sighs> she was pregnant, so this would have been in 99. 
But anyway, it, it doesn't matter. It, the point is, I got the jersey signed. Nick got me a beer. We're leaving. Amy, at this point, she's already in the car because she's not feeling well. And I'm like, okay. I'll, she goes, no, just stay here. I'll go out. I'll go lay down for a few minutes. Coming out back. She gets out of the car. I'm coming back there. Larry Murphy comes walking up. Larry Murphy, Hall of Fame defenseman. And I just, you know, hey, why do Larry, I have Why do I have him confused with someone who played for the Atlanta Braves? Who am I, who am I thinking? I don't know. Can't, I, I, don't I, know. I would not have known Larry Murphy played for the Red Wings. Sorry. Oh, yeah. He was a Hall of Fame defenseman, gotcha. whatever. Um, pretty decently. He still does uh, studio pregame show for the, for the Wings, for everything. Um, <laughs> the funniest part about this whole thing is here's the wife. Miserable, pregnant, everything like that. And, you know, I'm saying, you know, I'm loosely talking to him like, you know, hey, this was great. You know, congratulations. You know, it was awesome. Watched for a long time, blah, blah, blah. The wife saw that. Oh, and by the way, this is my wife, Amy. And I go, Amy, this is Larry Murphy. And she goes, hey, Larry, Mike, you ready to go? I'm like, what? Did you just like it? So from now on, anytime Larry Murphy's on TV and stuff, Amy will go, hey, Larry. That's awesome. (laughs) And it's just funny. It is funny. I've I've been fortunate to have some pretty cool sports moments in my life. But yeah, Nick Lidstrom getting me a beer that's ranks a, up there. That's an episode coming. Yeah. So yeah, th- that jersey that I had on actually put 97 on it. Um, I put the Konstantinov patch on it because that's the year that that happened. Um, and I figured 97 because that's the year they won the cup. So it was just kind of one of those, you know, everyone says, oh, you shouldn't get jerseys or anything like that. So I put my name on it because I'm never getting traded. Right. 97 because they won the cup that year. So I mean, it's just a cool jersey that I yeah. still have hanging in my oh, room. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Got on the news that night, too, with that jersey. Not that night, but after the parade in 97, I got on the news. But I'll save that story was that, for Was that day. you throwing the flaming garbage can across the street? Was that you? No, no. no that was a different sale. Oh, I got you. I got you. That was a different day. Bobby Orr's lifetime plus minus was 582. Yeah. That's with all those scoring, well, I'm sure. Exactly. He's responsible for half of it. I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. Where are we? Went, Not, number went, two? Yep. You went defenseman, and I went defenseman. Number two. For me? Yeah. Brian Trottier. Uh, four cups and with the Islanders, uh, he got a Rookie of the Year, Hart Trophy, Art Ross Trophy, two cups in Pittsburgh. Dude won six cups. Just, I mean, his career's up there. And if I'm not mistaken, Brian Trotche is the reason that Steve Eisman wears a number 19. So hard to keep him off of this list. I honestly don't know who that was. I did not run across his name. That's a lot of cups. And and again, oh yeah, it is again. It's a hell of a career. You are deeper into hockey than I am. Yep. I kind of have to. And listen, my number two is not my number two. I went by position. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll go with my number two uh, is the left winger, Alex Ovechkin. You know, I all, you know what's funny? You can see his name scratched off. I just went, I took him off because he's, he's too recent. Yeah, I, you know what? I have him on there not because, I don't know, how do I want, how do I want to say this? For the record, I love Ovechkin. I know a lot of people hate him. I love him. He's, he's a gamer. Mm-hmm. And he, yeah, he might talk some shit. You know what? He's like, um, he's a hockey player. Yeah, he's like, he's like. Let me finish. Yeah, he's like Marshawn, but he doesn't go over the line like Marshawn does. Sometimes, you know what I mean? He, he I get it. He does. I mean, the face licking and stuff like that. Marshawn's <clears throat> a great hockey player, but he's like a fucking. He's a he's a fruitcake. But you know, Ovechkin you know I mean? is skilled. Uh, yeah. Yes. Well, but and, but he'll no because Marshawn. I had skilled. to slide that in I, there. I, fair enough. <laughs> but Ovechkin will talk shit and drop the gloves and and you know get in your head. But it's like it's just and a, it's just a part of the game. Most importantly, he will play defense and hit. Okay. He will. He. I. I, I'm, I'm, I don't see him play as much defense as I'd like. He but plays both. Absolutely. I see him hustle both ways. 
I have him on this list because I personally feel that hockey and and football are very team oriented. You mm-hmm. have to have a good supporting cast around you. you oh, absolutely. A, you can have a couple superstars, but you still have to have you got to be better at every position. You can't Case it's not like point. basketball where you just put LeBron on the team and automatically they're 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 the contenders. Case in point, look at the Red Wings right now. Right. I put Ovechkin on here because even though the the Capitals only have one cup with him, they are there because of him. Period. And they're yeah, in the conversation yeah, constantly. They've got some other players that are good, but he literally elevates that team just <sighs> like a Michael Jordan or TJ Yoshi. Are you kidding me? Right, but I just it's just there's just and and the way he plays is just Hey, you will get no arguments from me, it's sir. A, it's incredible. None. Um another fun fact, my skates are yellow or my skate laces are yellow uh-huh. from when he started wearing those. I'm like, God, those are sweet. So oh, I got yeah. myself some wax coated la- skates, laces just because of him. It's crazy that you look at a team and you go, you know what? They got to worry about them because of Ovechkin. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Absolutely. I can't imagine him being on the Bruins or the Maple Leafs. Right. Or can you imagine him on the Blues. Holy shit. Or even a couple years ago, Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Him, so I think TJ Yoshi is also rapidly getting to the status that Ovechkin has um, with the skill that he has. But yeah, Ovechkin, I have zero problem with him on that list. Cool. None. I wrote him down for God's sakes. I, he has he has 475 goals, 420 assists, and 895 points in 760 games. Um, and he is just he is a pure goal sco- goal scorer. And the he thing I just, love about players like him, whole career with one team. Yeah, it's so hard to find these days, and it's special when people do well, it. Well, free agency changed I, I, that. That's a lot. what makes it more impressive, especially yeah. now, modern day. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Eiserman played his entire career in Detroit. It, it's so hard. Look at guys like Mark Messier. They they played for multiple teams. Well, it was easy to do that when 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 uh, Iserman played because of no salary cap. Now with even with free agency and the salary cap, it makes it hard because somebody's willing to give. Well, that's my point. It's yeah, more impressive exactly. when someone sticks that, with their team that, their whole career. That the Capitals are like, look, what do you want? Because we need. No, you granted, his career is not over. It could totally change. But current day, and he's been there for what eleven years? He's been there, yeah, T- twelve years. I think so, years? yeah. It's it's enough to where it's impressive, for sure. Agreed. Yeah, love Ag- it. Agreed. Good call. Um, Thanks. And my last one is no surprise, Gordy Howe. If you're going to talk hockey and you don't have Gordy Howe included, you're, you don't know the sport. Yeah, he was one of the ones that I looked at, and I'm like, I didn't even bother to put down stat. I the stats are irrelevant at this point. It, it's it's Gordy Howe. Yeah, it, it is. It. I mean, he has a hat trick named after him for God's sakes. Yeah, the Gordy Howe hat trick. A point, a goal, and a fight in the same period. <laughs> It's ridiculous. No, it's called the Gordy Howe hat trick. Exactly. Keep up with me, Mike. That's my point. Jesus Christ. No, it's not. A, it's only one point because it's only one goal. Shut the fuck up. Yes, sir. Okay, so staying away from the the name, the normal names like Gordy Howe, mm-hmm. um, obviously, I went with Brett Hull. Oh yeah. I he was kind of the first guy that I knew who I was watching when I started watching hockey. Won't argue. 741 goals, 650 assists, 1,391 points, and 1,269 NHL games. Now, I think that his point total as far as his games is a little off just because of the last couple years that he played. He was not who he was when he was younger. You know, he kind of faded hard. But, I mean, he's got three scoring titles. Uh, there's only two people other than Brett Hull that have scored 80 goals in a, in a season. One of them is Mario Lemieux. The other one's Wayne Gretzky. 
And there's only one other person that scored 70 goals more than three times in a season, and that name, his name is Gretzky. In 1990 and 91 season, he won the scoring title by 35 goals. That's sickening. Crazy. Sickening. Right? Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that he's the greatest. That's just, I knew that we were, you know, we needed to have different names. We couldn't all go mm-hmm. Gordie Howe and Steve Eiserman and stuff like that. Um, I played it straight. I didn't I'm put Eiserman on that list. No, well, I mean, you could. I just went, I was trying to think NHL as a whole. Yeah. I mean, you could because um, Eiserman's one of the one of the greatest to play. It's, I is, mean, he, is he Wayne Gretzky? No. 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 In, but honestly, is. In the thing about Eiserman that I love so much, beside the fact that he's, arguably the greatest captain of all time, he completely changed his game because he wanted to win. That's right. He could have went and thrown out 60, goal, 60 goals, which he did one year. Um, but it was when um, Bowman came into the picture. I think it was Bowman. And uh, they're like, you know, it's, we, we can either keep going what we're doing, change his game style, and we'll win cups. Yeah, this is a, this is a team game now that I'm And he here. did. Yeah, and he did. And it totally did. But And it shows it shows in his GM style, too. It shows yeah. that he's able to roll with the punches and do different things. And Yeah, it's, I mean, I could gush about him for the next half an hour, but I'll save you the time. Right, so what I it. did, I made a Detroit Red Wings Mount Rushmore. Of course you did. See if you can guess the five names See and see how you do. Uh, Gordie Howe. Nope. I'm just kidding. Of course I have Gordie Howe. Lidstrom. Yep. Eiserman. Yep. These two is going to be tough. That's it? Nope. Fedotankov? Not Fedotankov. <laughs> what? No, Fedotankov played. Uh, he was the one that was hurt in the in the limo. Konstantinov? Konstantinov. No, I, no, 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 no. Konstantinov was not. He Who was the one that got hurt in the limo? Konstantinov. Oh, okay. He got, yeah, he like he can barely walk, but yeah, he's, he's brain damaged and all that stuff. Who's the guy that um, Cork starts with a K? Cronchet? Cronwall? Cronwall. Not Cronwall, no. No. Um, I don't know who your goalie would be because I don't know Detroit. Oh, I just, th- this, I mean, oh. face of franchises. Face of the franchise is what I went with. I don't know. I don't know who the others are. The last two would have been Ted Lindsay. Okay. Terrible Ted Lindsay. Okay. The man was feared back then. Got you. Um, in the face, his face shows it. Uh, and the last one was just a toss up Draper and McCarty because both were absolute fan favorites. Yeah. Blue collar. Draper was traded to Detroit for a single dollar, and that is a fact. They had they had to show a transaction, right? So, Winnipeg gave uh, Mike Illich a dollar at the '97 ceremony when they got their cup. Draper gets up to talk at their big celebration thing. He gave Mike Illich the dollar back and said, "Thank you. It's the best dollar you've ever spent." Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, it, a dollar. I could do a top five Lightning, even though they're not very old. You got to do Lecavier, Stamkos, Hobby Bullen because he's a great goalie. Yeah, and then wins the Stanley Cup, and then Tampa runs them out of town. I, it's yeah. such a Tampa thing to yeah, do. It is. Well, I mean, when you've got um, Vasilevsky behind him. No, no, no. Hobby Bullen was a long time ago. Oh, that's they, right. It was Bishop, their one cup. Bishop took over for Hobby Bullen, didn't he? Um, Bishop. No, it was even before that. I can't remember who took over for it. We'll have to ask Richard well, or, or Bull, look it up. Hobby Bullen was when they won the cup in 2007, 2006. Oh, it was before that, wasn't it? It was in that area because that was when I was out of work. But you have Hobby Bullen that yeah. lights out, wins the Stanley Cup, and then Tampa ships him out one of, one of the, the greatest, after. One of the greatest nicknames ever, the Bullen Wall. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So cool. Uh, you've got Martin St. Louis. Oh, you have to. Yep. Yep, I agree. 
Yeah, I mean, th- those are and- Andrew Chuck. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think or, Dave or, An- or Kucherov, I've, even though he's young. Yeah, but give it time, and I think that name will etch itself in there. Kucherov. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But Andrew Chuck was good. Andrew Chuck for sure. Yeah. For sure. So yeah, that was fun. That was fun. It was a good one. Next week is baseball. <sighs> That won't. That I mean, we, we might change it up because I don't think either one of us are baseball fans. I didn't want to do basketball because of course I'm a baseball fan, yeah. but I'm a Tiger fan, so I don't like baseball right now. Well, I'm not a fan. You know, I'm a I'm a baseball fan, but my home team's a Rays, so yeah. that still doesn't mean you can't appreciate, dude. As far as as far no, as all time great baseball players we, go, we we will do stock, baseball. You got a stockpile of Tigers you can pull from. I, Let's just go Al K line. Al K line right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you want to go catchers? You want to talk Lance Parrish? I mean, oh. sure. You want to talk Lou Whitaker and Alan Trammell? Right. Probably the, one of the best duos ever. It, yeah. uh, I mean, pff, we, we could talk old school Tigers all day. You sure? Yeah. Well, you got Cabrera. You got Miggy. Yeah. Yeah, Miggy. You know who my favorite Tiger is ever? All time? Yeah. Kirk Gibson. No. I loved Kirk Gibson. But... Everybody loved he... But see, I knew Kirk Gibson when he was a Tiger. Everybody else knows Kirk Gibson as a Dodger because of the home run. Oh, of course. Right? I, I, I got to see. Arguably the best home run ever hit in baseball history. What, the Kirk Gibson the one? The Kirk Gibson one? Yeah, that was, I mean, that's badass. That was just badass. Blown out him, hamstring? Yep, and then him running around the bases. I was fortunate enough for my grandfather one summer to take me to see a baseball game, mm-hmm. and it was the Tigers, and it was the Tigers versus the A's, and it was at old Detroit Stadium. Right. And Parrish hit a grand slam in the bottom of the ninth to win it, um, and they had not scored the entire game. They went into the the, the ninth inning down four to nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, my favorite Tiger, I, I, it, he should be, but it's Jack Morris. Oh, the ace. Dude, that guy could not throw a ball faster than like 35 miles an hour, and you couldn't fucking hit it. But he put junk on you, it. Oh, my God. Absolute I, trash. I, like, I would love to know what he actually put on the baseball, but man, that ball, mm-hmm. he did things with a baseball that, you know, only prostitutes know how to do with balls. Yes. So. Or Ohio State cheerleaders. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um. I have kind of taken a break from social media, so I'm on Twitter. Uh, we're on Twitter with the with the the show. I think. Mike, oh, the show is yeah. I, I think, deleted mine. I think Mike is alpha Twitter, but um, you can follow us at uh, topfiveforfighting.com and for top sure. five for fighting Twitter. Uh, reach out to us if you again if you have some ideas. Uh, Patreon, you can sponsor us there. Uh, there's lots lots of extra material that you can listen to, even if you sign up and do the five dollars and then cancel your membership. I promise Mike, it's good. Life hacks with Mike, but again, thirty three percent of everything we make goes to the troops, and we use the rest to pay our bills. Um, the Spreadshop uh, Spreadshirt is open. Spreadshop is open. I have a couple of things coming. Uh, we're going to put a couple new things up there. Uh, don't forget about Not Water with a K. <laughs> with gonna, a K. You heard the commercial, but uh, I tell you what, they've got new stuff coming, and it's sponsor. Uh, they're sponsoring us, and their food is delicious. So, uh, I mean, other than that. Yeah, if you doubt it, ask Phil. Dude's posting up ridiculous smoker-filled well, I, meat know, treats every day. You, me, um, Aaron cooked some stuff the other day. Yeah. And he said how good it was. It's Phil, crazy. Phil, I think, has probably spent his retirement on stuff through Not Water. It looks like um, he's funding Not Water right now. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, One of the guys, the owners, Jimmy Beam, actually gave me a recipe for wings. I'm not going to give that out because I don't know if he wants it out or if he wants to use it as promotion, but it was absolutely the best wings I've ever had in my right. life. Um, so don't forget about that, but yeah, hit us up. Let us know what you got. If you like it, if you don't like it, I mean, if you don't like it, tell us why so we can try and change it. Yep. Still on Instagram until that pisses me off. Putnam two seven seven three. Yep. We're never here to try and anger anybody. It's less or make toxic anybody, on Instagram. Anybody upset? Uh, if we do, we apologize. That's not what our goal is. That's why we try and stay away from the 
highly volatile stuff, but because people need a break. Yep, we do. Um, Let's get out of here. Yeah. Later. Have a wonderful week. Let me tell you something about this monstrous leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How do you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally I can smell the freedom. He always buries the, something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first it's like met a cat Nick. in a litter box. <laughs> All right. Good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. You know, whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry. Literally. And it's it's just it's amazing to me.